welcome to That Shady Buffalo Podcast, a podcast about unimportant things that for some reason are important to us. I'm your host, David Cole, and congratulations, you've made it. We're finally here to the good one. <laughs> oh, it's been <laughs> such a climb. I feel like we've been just making slowly making our way to Mordor from... I, I will say, guys, we probably should have at some point reevaluated our ranking systems. I think Vince was feeling it the last episode, but re-listening to some of the movies that we gave certain scores just feels like we were tired of being mean and we're just being nice to some of these. We're kind of all over the place at this point. (laughs) Yeah. That's totally consistent. Uh, (laughs) I'm just so tired of hating these movies. It's fine. (laughs) It's a a six, whatever. Like, okay, it's a seven. Sure. Yeah. Uh, That's good enough. So, as you can tell, same old crew back at it again with the Fellowship of the Ring this time. And we are going to go ahead and, and, and jump into the movie a little bit. We have some, uh, we have a side quest at some point we will, uh, we will uh, attempt to complete. But uh, we watched this movie together. So really quickly, let's give our like just our first takes on number one, just hanging out and watching that movie. It's been a little while since we watched one together. The last one was Vince's house, which was probably seven weeks ago, six weeks ago. It's probably been a while. So before was, the remodel, before the remodel of, am I? I was just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I missed something. I just wanted to sound fancy. Okay, I mean, we've had to kidding. let the wait staff go. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, oh. Times are hard. Hard. No, times. down to a valid each and a chauffeur. <laughs> so uh i don't know if you guys have had a great time this it might it may have been the best like viewing experience um beyond the fact that it was the best movie so far it's easily the best movie <laughs> Which easily definitely, definitely helps the whole thing but having some enzo's pizza hanging I, out i know, really i i really enjoyed it basically having Devin and wait on you hand and foot yeah good stuff well it was my turn and uh <laughs> and I really enjoyed this because it was my first time watching the Fellowship Extended Edition, and which is I, wild, by the way. I, I can't believe it, but there was yeah. it was such an incredible experience to just see all these uh, extra material that I enjoyed. Not one scene did I watch. Well, there was a couple that I don't think aged well, just because of uh, you know. Uh, the graphics just didn't hold up, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, nothing, everything aged well, nothing's, you don't need to cancel this movie, but uh, I'm uh, saying uh, just one scene wasn't very uh, well done with graphics and, but everything else, I just yeah. loved it. This was such, we've earned this. We have worked, <laughs> worked so hard. hard and now we are here earning this moment loving it i love it yeah devin did you during that time frame when we would go out to greenwood and spend time in the basement do you not remember were you never around for that where we would watch the extended editions like regularly because i can remember watching the extended editions of multiple of these with david and vince more than one time like not just like watch it and then like okay we did it like we watched these more than once together 
I I uh, I don't think that I was a part of the extended because I don't think I've seen Return of the King extended all the way through. I remember you said that the first time. Maybe it was just David. I don't know, but I definitely I know we watched. I know we watched the worst movie we've ever seen over at that Greenwood basement, which yeah. was Spirited Away. Was, that's but, the one time that I wasn't there, apparently. Yeah, that's the one movie you missed. <laughs> that, that was David probably missed that one, and the one time Devin tried to make us watch Ben Hur. Like this was movie's it? a thousand hours. What do you what? mean you want to watch this? Wasn't William there? I feel like William was there when we watched Spirited Away, which makes oh, it even better. Like I don't the- remember that, but wait, if if William was second. there, I bet he didn't finish the movie. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, I, I do not remember trying to make you watch Ben Hur. No, you absolutely <laughs> did. I, I, I don't remember that. I, just, I remember because I remember because Devin because everyone was like just picking movies they liked, and Devin was like, I'm pretty certain that Devin and Jake at the same time were trying to do that thing where they're going down like this list of movies oh, and like trying no, to see who can it complete it Jake. first. It, it wasn't Jake. It was that was me, uh, and I was. And I think I was going to try and be like, okay, I'll bring just, I, well, of course, they're not going to watch every single one, but maybe they'll watch some of these classics. Mm-hmm. And, but there's no way in my right mind I tried to make you all watch Ben Hur. I a thousand percent remember being like, I haven't actually seen Ben Hur. And I remember looking it up online and being like, this movie is longer <laughs> than my life has been so far. <laughs> I will not sit down and watch this in one evening. I can't believe I did that. I still have never seen that movie. Now it's out of spite. Like, no, Devin will not win. You didn't watch the remake? There's no Is there way. a remake of that? Yeah, it came out a couple years ago. Who's the main I thought character? you were joking. I thought he was joking, too. Um, uh, Houston, Jack Houston. Oh. I, huh. I can't think of who that is. Remind oh, me who man. he is. Uh, he so is uh, I'm trying to think of something. He's usually not the main character. He and was the movie in like didn't a do very spy well. movie set in Great Britain. What was that yeah. called? It was a kind of a, slow, a small I think like that's called budget. Taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really I really that was France. I really like oh. uh yeah. oh, well, I, I didn't taken. know it was that close. <laughs> uh I'm a big uh taken apologist. No, um uh I don't know what movie you're talking about. Jack I don't. Uh, I know him from like he's usually not main character stuff. I've not oh, seen him. Well, the reason why you can't think of the movie I'm, that I'm talking about is because it's not Jack Houston that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, he's he's a he's a pretty good actor. His he's from the Houston. Well, going. Hey, this is our second Houston member that we're tying into this <laughs> podcast because John Houston is John his Houston. Uh, grandpa. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. His uncle is Danny Houston. And his aunt is Angelica Houston, so it's like a whole, a whole big thing. Oh, the Morticia Adams. Yeah, no relation Man. to Sam Houston. Man. Spelled differently. Man, you know whoever did the makeup and the Adams family did a great job because everyone in that movie looks better than they've ever looked. Like <laughs> goodness gracious! What movie did we watch? <laughs> I don't remember at this point. We gotta pat it. We've got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah okay uh, I, I don't have a ton of notes i will say but but i've seen this movie so many times that i yeah. don't really need notes at this I mean, point most people have seen this movie a thousand times if yeah. you haven't seen the movie i don't know what's wrong with you uh if you haven't seen the extended edition like devin's testimony there should should um I, I, well, it may I be interesting i want to say this and and i probably will repeat it later on once we get to this the 
talking about the end. I, even though this was a very long movie, I never felt the length. The, yeah. the pay, Peter Jackson, he was so good. And his, uh, his editing team, were, they were on it because I never felt the, the length. It was always, the pacing was always right on, right on key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of this watch, we all had a really good time. I don't remember. I know I had the thought, and I think Vince may have spoken into existence first of, hey, this is a really good cast. What would it be like if we made it or somebody made it now? And that kind of got us all thinking about who we would put in the different roles. And so we did this whole thing <laughs> where we recast the movie now. And so I don't know about you guys, but I'll kind of go over my thought process and give my my picks here. And really what it led me to realize, first of all, is that the cast we got was incredible. Um, yes. One of the best cast movies of all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And partially a big reason why one of my struggles in recasting the movie was not being cliche or not casting somebody who I was like, how could I ever see them as sam or elrond or gandalf and not just see tom cruise and not just see tom hanks and not just see you know fill in the blank actor so many people i was like well that'd be cool to see them in in lord of the rings but i could not unsee their celebrity status you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i was trying to find somewhat unknowns but i don't know i you know i watch a decent amount of movies and tv but i am not like some deep cut movie buff that watches the cutting edge <laughs> and i don't i don't know if any of us are anymore really so where i started at was i looked at how old the cast was when they were cast and so this is how old they were when filming started not when the movie came out and so i tried to roughly match some of those ages so that hopefully um you could recapture some of the interactions um, and some of the feeling of, in terms of Frodo and Sam and Mary and Pippin definitely feel younger than like Aragorn or Boromir or Gimli, you know, so trying to keep that consistent was something I wanted to do. So Frodo, what, um, Elijah Wood was 18, which is crazy. Um, Liv Tyler was 22. Arwen, um, Orlando Bloom was 22, Legolas there. Um, Dominic Monaghan, Mary was 22. And then um, Sean Astin was 28. The Sam, Kate Blanchett was 30. She's Gladriel. And then Billy Boyd, who was Pippin, was 31. So I definitely um, try to keep the Hobbits a little closer in age, but that is how old uh, he was. And then um, next would be Elrond is Hugo Weaving at 39. So there's an eight-year difference between like the Hobbits and Legolas and Arwen all the way up to anybody else. Um, and then... Boromir and Aragorn, so Sean Bean and Viggo Mortensen are both 40. Then Gimli, Jonathan Reese Davies is 55. Gandalf, Ian McKellen is 60. Bilbo, Ian Holm was 68. And Saruman, Christopher Lee was 77 when they cast him. Not even unbelievable. <laughs> ridiculous. So here's my cast. I'll start with the Hobbits. Um, what if I have a suggestion before sure, you do yeah. this? Yeah. What if we introduce? Like, what if we like make it a through line through at through like as we go through the movie? So like we introduce 
and then like who would you choose for this character so talk about the character in the movie and then give yeah as it's going i mean we could do it all up front but okay and then we, just, we can still talk about it be like yeah. oh well, now how would you imagine you know sure. I'm, I'm down to do something like that it's a matter of finding the right moment in the movie i know we should have talked care. about this before well, but... okay. <laughs> vince I, I need to interrupt what's happening here and ask are you wearing an elven brooch yes you yeah, are nice. <laughs> the, 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 you leaf, the leaf yeah. the leaf of lorian Ooh, i've been <laughs> so <laughs> vince's mr fancy pants over there uh, so let's just start with the opening of the movie <laughs> the prelude the lead into our main story um kind of giving you all the background information and my first reaction is just like is this the greatest like prelude to a story of all time probably i can't think of other ones because most uh, of batman just... batman returns uh when the penguin is dropped into oh, the water oh God. yeah it's, it's so good <laughs> oh, Lord. when peewee herman oh takes God. his newly born child when Paul Rubens, Gothic oh, Paul Rubens, drops his child into the river, that is probably the only contender. <laughs> the Hunchback of Notre Dame intro could contend. Hey, that's legit. Yeah. Is that like an intro or like, I don't know. So it, anyways, the whole point of mentioning that is it just like, it feels so epic and it does its job incredibly well. Like it just needs, it needs you to know there's certain things you have to know to get the story or are you going to be so lost and it does it so well quickly while keeping you interested it's like it's trying to tell you a history lesson but it does it succinctly and incredibly entertainingly mm-hmm. i yeah I the one I funny had... comment was because you do see bilbo finding the ring and it is ian holm um and i don't remember who said it but it was not me said that george lucas if he was directing the movie would have uh, re-release the movie special edition and put Martin Freeman in there. <laughs> so, you know, but he didn't. You know, that has, that hasn't happened yet. So we'll see. I think um, that this is probably the best use of ex- exposition that yeah. I've probably oh, yeah. ever seen. Like from from that moment into Bilbo talking in the writing his book, it's all kind of a flu a fluid through line of just like, here's what happened before our story starts, and you're never bored. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not one time. So I love um, the fields of Gorgoroth too. Like that's just, I feel like the graphics for the most part have aged so well. Uh, yeah. Like I'm agree. still surprised by, cause that's, I mean, that's one of our main complaints of the Hobbit movies is there's too much CGI. Yeah. And, th- but like that, that's CGI on the fields of Gorgoroth. And yeah. that is just, it's wild how well that is. I mean, it's real dark. It's real great. It's kind of like what Jurassic mm-hmm. Park did. Like, let's put it in the dark and in the rain. Yeah, you so, can't tell what's I mean, happening exactly. Yeah, but Which, it's, it's great. Um, and that's a big reason why those movies, CGI holds up better than the CGI of a few years later when they were like, oh, no, we got it down now. And it's like, no, not quite. Well, but do you, though? <laughs> yeah, do not, you, though? Not, not quite. <laughs> so when they, when they knew it wasn't perfect, they just used techniques to hide it, which is really smart. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I will say a, a big boon to the movie's effects visually is just being set in New Zealand. There's so many shots where I was like, I, you couldn't have possibly messed that shot up 
it's just no. too beautiful like i could have taken it with my cell phone and it would still look pretty good because <laughs> it's just gorgeous as they're walking through these different areas 100 percent. so that's definitely a huge factor in why the movie still looks gorgeous mm-hmm. so like just being scenic was one of the, my notes in the movie was just uh how um how, how visually appealing the scenery was um beyond that in the opening there's a lot of stuff with Bilbo and Gandalf, and then you get Frodo jumping in there. So do we want to talk about Bilbo and Gandalf? We can talk about Elrond, because Elrond's in the opening. Ooh, yeah. Uh, or we can wait until the Council of Elrond to discuss let's, Elrond. Let's wait he's not super. He's not super important. So no, he's just there. He's just about... showing off his eyebrows. <laughs> so let's start off with Bilbo, then. There's probably not really... He's not super important to this story. He's in the beginning a good bit. So... Um, the things that I think Ian Holmes is a smart casting because they could still make him look a little bit younger, um, even though he was not. And then when they need to age him, it's it that looks really good too. Um, and I don't know if it's just like a personal thing, <laughs> like because he was 68, he wasn't young, so I don't mm-hmm. know what effects they put on him in the flashback of him finding the ring to make him look young, but he looks younger, and then even when he's um, in the beginning of the movie, having his birthday party and all those kind of things, he doesn't look old. He doesn't look 68. <laughs> so he was 68. <laughs> um, so I don't know what they did, but it looks great. So for Bilbo, I went with one of Vince's favorite character actors. Who do you think I've put in here, Vince? Willem Dafoe as Bilbo. <laughs> a long journey. Uh, I did not pick. I want Willem to see Dafoe. mountains again, Gandalf. <laughs> I didn't know you, know you could do Willem Dafoe. I'm something of a thief myself. <laughs> a burglar, something of a burglar uh, myself. No, nope. I chose Gary Oldman. Hey, I thought about that. He is currently. Um, where did Bilbo go? He is currently a lost Bilbo. He's currently 64. So he's uh, actually younger than Ian Holm was. And he's the kind of guy that I could definitely see him disappear into a role, even though I typically know it's him. He's done so many different things where I was like, he just has range. And so um, he's someone I could trust. Also, there's a weird thing in my head where any of the hobbits, I wanted someone who I could like visualize being short and that might not make any, any sense to anybody else, but a couple of people, I was like, I, I feel like you're tall. And even if you're not tall, I feel like you're tall. And so I'm not going <laughs> to, it's just a weird thing in my head. So anybody else want to jump in with their Bilbo's? That sounds weird, um, but you know, I, I, uh, I know we discussed it jokingly, but I think Martin Freeman would be a great uh, throw in there. Yeah, I think he could do a good job. My issue would be now, and I don't think he's anywhere near old enough yet. I did a really sure bad exactly job about age is. on all of these. Well, so. I mean, I think te- some of them are flexible. Technically speaking, yeah, a lot of them are flexible. The I helps. use that as a starting point to kind of help narrow because I had so many. I have my honorable mentions is like seven or eight long. Um, so that was something I was like trying to keep in check. Was like, how can I help myself? So Martin Freeman is 51, um, which like, it's not, I guess it's not incredibly different. He, he you know, he, his hair is grayish. 
silverish. You could probably make him look older if you needed to. Mm-hmm. So, Devin, was that your pick, or is that just something you were talking about? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna go with Martin Freeman. Yeah, I like that. Okay, and then Spencer or Vince, either one of you want to jump in? Uh, well, I honestly forgot about Bilbo, <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I figured, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Sam Neil, just because Sam Neil's from New Zealand. I feel like he's he's That's aged. He's aged pretty well. He can, yeah. and I, I just yeah. like Sam Neil in general. And yeah. I, I was trying to think of like who, who in my head could I see doing? Like that's why I joked Willem Dafoe because I can't see him like just sitting in this nice quaint hole, you know, Hobbit hole, uh, enjoying food and writing a story. So I thought, you know, I was trying to think of someone that now who they could probably get to play Bilbo and it not take most of their budget and i thought kenneth Branagh. oh yeah probably yeah pretty good very uh i'm gonna google who that is real quick he is gilderoy lockhart oh i'm sure spencer you'll probably know him from you'll Uh, probably know him from wild wild west oh yeah he's i've actually never seen that oh never mind (laughs) you try to get him but he juked on you <laughs> Spin move. Nice try, um, Spencer. But we've seen the poster. He's. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. He's the murder on the Orient, murder on the Orient Express, um, detective. I've never seen that either. He is Hercule Poirot. I'm trying here. Uh, <laughs> he's the bad guy in Tenant. Uh, I've seen that yet either. <laughs> he's the throwaway bad guy from Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. Oh, well, God. I haven't seen that one either. I haven't seen that. He's in Dunkirk also. He's like the... What, he what directed is he Belfast. Yeah. He's he's Anyways. like the main naval commander on the beach in Belfast. Oh, he's Play- in the road to El Dorado. Okay. Oh, yep, yeah, that too. Is, yeah. him and, him he and played Kevin Hamlet. Hart. Was it Kevin Klein? Did that help? Did list that help you? Movies? Sorry, Hamlet. It, did, it didn't. Um... <laughs> So, well, we tried. We tried. Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh. We all have different picks. So that's pretty cool. So um, I honestly wouldn't be mad at any of these. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we have the opening scenes in Hobbiton. Um, I love the opening of this movie, like the true opening, like the pre the prelude stuff is a part of the. You know, obviously, it's before this part, but to me, the movie starts with the Shire. Um, and you get to see some of the stuff that Peter Jackson took from the animated movie, mm. uh, which is pretty cool. Like as a nod, not like as a copy, like stole kind of thing. But um, it is really good at taking those epic stakes from the beginning, the, pre- the prelude area, and just bringing it down to home and giving you space and time to meet the characters, get to know them so that you care about them when they go through stuff. And that's, that's vital on this movie for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's it. <laughs> um, well, Frodo jumps in and meets uh, Gandalf. Uh huh. Yeah. So one of my first like, big actual notes was the scenes with Bilbo and Gandalf um, when he is Gandalf is trying to get him to give up the ring. Um, you just have two excellent seasoned actors getting a chance to show off a little bit and yes it's that, that's, that's one of the first moments where you're really aware that like okay this is being taken very seriously and it's gonna be very well done they're not going to be like tongue-in-cheek with any of this stuff and i really loved those scenes and they 
it's a cool juxtaposition that just in a few minutes, really, you get to see some very similar scenes with Gandalf and Frodo when um, Gandalf does realize that this is the ring. And so having those all, all kind of back-to-back are so good. And I think that if I had to pick, like, the two or three most important castings, you have to have Gandalf somewhere in that top two or three, Easy. right? Yeah. So, so Gandalf's a hard one. Uh, I went off the wall with Gandalf a little bit here. So if I was doing Gandalf today, I went with Denzel Washington. <laughs> I, I almost did that. I almost did that. And you know what? I probably would not have gone with Denzel Washington if he didn't just do Shakespeare and like seemed to take it very seriously and was nominated for it. I haven't watched it yet, so I can't say exactly what. But, you know, recently he's been kind of transitioning into like, well, I mean, he is what, 67 now, I think. And so he's kind of getting into, he, he did Macbeth. And then recently he did um, Fences, which is a classic, um, classic play. And so if he's doing those kind of things, Tolkien isn't really much different really in no. terms of the kind of things you need to bring to the table as an actor. And so, you know, you, you have to do his hair completely different, which I think is totally fine. Um, but like, other than that, I was like, that would be cool. Someone that can bring like real gravitas to the role. So you have to have, to me, with Gandalf, you have to have a legitimate actor, like someone who can definitely act. And I don't think you have to for every single one of these other roles. So that was one that I was like, I needed someone who I think, who I thought could really act. I picked Morgan Freeman. Oh, well, they were, we were kind of <laughs> yeah. along well, the my first, my first pick was Denzel. And I was like, I don't know that I, Denzel, I know he's older, but he doesn't feel old enough. But yeah. I mean, he didn't Morgan feel that Freeman's going to be very limited in his physical ability. Well, I mean, I know, but Morgan Freeman's more a Saruman age, but I couldn't picture him as a bad guy. I don't know. I, I would love to see it, yeah. but I can't see it. Like, I'm yeah. trying to think of if I've ever seen him as a, I think I, was he a I bad saw, guy in that movie? That like terrible. Stephen now King, you see King me? Movie? Oh yeah. Was he no, I'm, now you I'm see thinking of, of uh, no, Devin, might... you know what I'm talking about? The that one with terrible... the gun. He, he was like where they, they can. Uh, they can curve bullets. Oh what? no! Oh, oh no! Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one Dreamcatcher. Doesn't oh. he play like? Oh, oh yeah, oh, he I was a bad guy right. in Dreamcatcher. I'm pretty yeah, sure he was the bad guy in Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like that. <laughs> that gave me a full second. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Devin. Who was your game off? I. I. You had me second guessing because you mentioned uh, you you already have him on here. I like Gary Oldman for okay. Gandalf. Yeah, I think I that's a great pick. That. I mean, we're yeah, gonna I, have probably some similar actors in different spots or the same I, spot. So you know, I think Gary, and you know, one of the things that I had to keep in mind is the de aging process. I think would come into play here because uh, we're. I don't know, I know if you we, need to for Gary Oldman. Well, for Morgan Freeman, you might. Uh-huh. Well, I want to. I want. I want to say this now, okay? Because I'm. It's probably going to come into play later. <laughs> okay. For somebody, uh, for uh, somebody, oh. I have and something else. Okay. But I really think that it would be um, that he would. I keep replaying some of my favorite Gandalf moments, you know, uh, in this movie and putting Gary in there and just 
trying to hear his voice. And I think he's somebody that could definitely, you know, bring the gravitas that could make him look much taller than he is. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I mean, we all, I think we're all fans of Gary here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gary could be anyone. (laughs) So yeah, it's true. Even if you're not a fan of Gary, you could be a fan of someone else. He is. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, David was joking around uh, earlier. He put Andy Circus as all of them, and <laughs> Gary I mean, Oldman could really do it. Gary yeah. Oldman could do it as well. Yeah, for sure. Vince, what about you? Uh, I chose Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, I like it. I like Ooh, that. Yeah, I didn't that's even a, think of him. That's, that's a off great the wall. It's yeah. a good one. Uh, it was actually something I saw recently because obviously I, great is Barbosa, but there yeah. was something else I saw recently with him. I wish I'd seen more of him. I wish he was in more stuff. Um, I think it might have been, I don't know, when just going to kill momentum. So we keep going. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah. So he is just a couple of years older than Denzel, not super old. I mean, he's, yeah. I thought he was older than he actually is. Uh, I think he's like 70, 71, 72. Australians live hard lives. Well, I think it's also because we mainly would think of him as Barbosa, and he sure. looks god awful for like yeah. that whole. And he's supposed to, <laughs> yeah. but he looks yeah. he looks. How when did that come out? We were we were we were first just one was in O three. Yeah, yes, so I was like we were just high school, if at all. Yeah. So I mean, he looked old then. So yeah. So, uh, so we'll continue through the the, the real the real movie. So, um, we then go to meet Frodo and oh, Sam. Oh, yeah, ahead. well, hang on. We yeah. we missed a huge thing here. Go for it. Where we are introduced to one of Gandalf's greatest, probably his most true arch nemesis, which is Bilbo Chandelier in his uh, hallway. <laughs> there. I mean, he, the chandelier, the whole lamp situation gets more like actual hits <laughs> on Gandalf than anything else. In yeah. I love it. Yeah, so like that's a part of it too. So one of my other notes is sound design. This movie's sound design. So like when he hits the the thump of him hitting stuff, and when he hits his head on the um like there's a beam across the ceiling, mm-hmm. when he throws the ring in the fire, you can hear like the hissing and crackling of the paper, the letter, um, the envelope. I'm sorry, like burning away. Um, there's all these different little sound effects that uh, make everything feel epic really is what it does to me it makes it feel like heightened reality so like it's like a similar version of what it would sound like but it's more loud and clear and clean and it's because of those things it to me makes it feel like it's extra like in like in the epic way so i love the sound design in almost everything in this movie there's not a thing that's out of place like this is it's just not top to bottom there's nothing wrong there's really nothing wrong So um, we'll continue on. So you, you know the story of the movie. We're not going to sit here and recap The Fellowship of the Ring in terms of the order of events. You, you, you know what happens in the movie. So um, to me, there's a question that I want to come back to as we go through the movie. Best scene in the movie. I have mm. four or five options, um, and I'm not decided, to be honest. And it partially depends on what you classify as a scene, like where do you start it and stop it. <laughs> So yeah. let's, well, my first, um, uh, uh, my first possibility is a little bit further away from where we are now. So I'll save it for later, but be thinking about that as we go through. So 
Um, I don't really have any other notes until Weathertop, which is a way away. <laughs> There's a lot of good that happens in the movie. Um, you get to meet Sam and Frodo, obviously. We kind of talked about Frodo for a second. Then Merry and Pippin. And then you just, I love that you just stay with the four of these guys for a long time. It's and at least you, 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh. And even when you add in a character, you really only add in Aragorn for a little while. And he's more like the strong, silent guide. So he's not even really, you don't really get to know him until Arwen shows up. Like to me, I feel like once Arwen shows up and he starts to interact with other characters in the world, and then you get to see more about who he is as a character. But up until that point, you're just like, he's just the guy that knows Gandalf and he knows the woods really well. So he's helping them get through these secret paths so they don't get caught by the uh, ring wraiths. So mm-hmm. you spend a long time with the four of them. And, you, and if you include the time you spend with the four of them and also Aragorn, it's a long part of the movie. So um, why don't we go through the hobbits then? So Frodo, Sam, Merry, and Pippin. I had such a hard time getting a group of four guys that I was like, these four I feel like could have chemistry. These four I feel like could be contemporaries in terms of they would feel like they would be in a group, right? Like I could think of like one or two people and then I would be like, well, this person kind of stands out. They're way older or they're way whatever. Um, I almost went way off the wall and gender bent them and made them all girls mm-hmm. because that was easier to find four girls that yeah. were contemporaries. That I was like, oh, they can all, they're all four. Like, take the cast from Little Women. <laughs> I mean, you really could. That's a great cast. Or, or so. the Ghostbusters movie. Eh, no, thanks. <laughs> little Women. Pitch perfect. <laughs> all I heard was Little Women. Uh, <laughs> that's all I ever hear every time. I was thinking of uh, the Little Women from like forever ago with Winona Ryder. I mean, Winona Ryder is amazing. So, she yeah. Is, uh, but yeah. So I did not do that, but I did have an alternate cast. If I did do that, <laughs> I'd love to hear. I'd actually, if I did do yeah. that, it was going to be, I try not to be too cliche. This one's kind of cliche, but partially because she's 18 and Frodo was 18. Millie Bobby Brown as Frodo. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Sierra Sharonin as Samwise. Um, Cause she's probably the best actress that I could think of. That's young. Mm, that's fair. Um, and then Daisy, no, Daisy Ridley was, Arwen in that case. I don't know if I did Marion Pippin, to be honest. I don't think I did Marion Pippin, but Millie Bobby Brown, and then you can throw in a number of really good young actresses like Daisy Ridley, I think is talented. I mean, she's not, she hasn't, she's not given a ton to, to uh, show off her full range, I don't think, in, in Star Wars, but um, mm-hmm. Sierra Sharonin is like, I have her in my normal cast to give away somebody there. So I was like, well, if I, don't, if, I, if I had her as one of the hobbits, then she'd probably be Sam. Because I think that out of the four, in my opinion, after I was trying to figure out this exercise, figure out who I wanted to put where and watching the movie with you guys, I think Sam is the most important of the four to get Absolutely, right. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and, I, and I think Frodo takes, you have, like, he's probably, he's second. He's second, and I think it's a close second. So, you know, Frodo definitely is important to get right. So, I tried and tried and tried to not be cliche with Frodo. I just couldn't do it. So I went with Timothy Chalamet as Frodo. Mm. Um, for Sam, I went with someone that I is unknown that I think at least one or two of you guys will know, but he's not like a, not at all a big name. It's George McKay. He is the main guy from um, 1941. 17. 17. 1917. Yeah. I was like, 1741? 1741. Right. <laughs> That's way off. 
that's not the right year at all. <laughs> he's from 1917. Uh, and he's in a couple other things too that I've seen. Just a really good actor that I think could actually do it. Um, and has starred with alongside uh, Vigo in yeah. Captain Fantastic. Yes. Um, that's a great movie. Um, Marion Pippin. For Marion Pippin, I went with Mary is the one I think that has to be able to be a little more serious. So I went with Robert Pattinson. He's only nine years older than Timothy Chalamet. I thought he was way older than that. So there's there's, there's less of an age gap between the two of them and in, in between Pippin and, and, um, and Frodo, the actors, I mean, that played them. And then with Pippin, I, my initial reaction was Tom Holland. And I was like, that's just so cliche. Like he's everywhere right now. And I didn't want to put him in there. So I went with someone that I actually like a little bit more as Pippin, Joe Keery, who is Steve from Stranger Things. Mm. So, that, oh, I like that. That's a, so, that, yeah. That's my favorite Hobbit cast. Right him there. being like jokey and being able to be like um, kind of the butt of the jokes sometimes in Stranger Things made me like feel like he could be Pippin. So, um, quick recap I did Timothy Chalamet for Frodo, George McKay for Sam. Um, Robert Pattinson for Mary, and then um, Joe Keery for Pippin. And for Pattinson, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at more like how he acts in Tenet, where he's a little bit more um, like he's, has, he's a little bit wittier. As Batman, he's not very witty because Batman is just like very straight. <laughs> he's a straight man, you know, but in Tenet, he's a little bit more jovial. And so I can see him doing that. Uh, a little bit more but also can be very serious so um okay so Devin, you want to give off your hobbits yeah so for frodo i i just thought timothy was i think he's he's a little too obvious isn't it uh yeah but i i'm gonna go with y'all ever uh 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 i don't know if i'm pronouncing this right it's uh butterfield Asa, Asa Butterfield. Yeah. Asa yeah. Butterfield. From, I was thinking uh, about him. From uh, what was that movie he did? That Scorsese film? Hugo. Hugo, yeah, Hugo. yeah. So Hugo, I think, was a really good, uh, just everything he, I've seen him in, he's excellent. And uh, so I have him for Frodo. For Sam, I put uh, Freddie Highmore. Uh, yeah. Okay. What uh, about him, too? He's an incredible actor and i think he would really bring kind of that gentleness but also that he would really nail down those scenes uh when it comes time for like what got me was he's the kid from um the movie uh, finding never about peter pan yeah finding never yeah so freddie you know i i could see him going after frodo in the boat at the end <laughs> saying that's right and i'm coming with you i can hear his voice with that and it's incredible. Um, now, I, I went a little against because there's no way he'd do it. But I had <laughs> Timothy for uh, Mary. Oh, nice. That could be fun. Yeah. Or, or you know, Tom Hall. But I don't think Tom or Timothy is going to take anything supporting at this point in their career. Yeah. And they're probably uh, also kind of spent on fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Sci-fi fantasy is all they've been doing recently. But Pippin, I kind of had it in my mind that he, the person needed to be able to sing a bit. 
So I, I got that guy from uh, the, that did the Elton movie. And oh, I can't remember his name. Um, oh, what is that kid's name? Oh, yeah. Um, he's from Brandon Kingsman. Brandon Yes, that guy. So I think he would uh, do a great yeah, job. I can see that for sure. I can yeah. see it too. Both of these lists of hobbits are better than mine because uh, I didn't factor in age at all. Well, and I also just factored in people <laughs> that I like. You can just CGI them. Honestly, like I. This, Ed this Asner is, is Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I really like Robin Mark Williams. Mark I don't care if he's Pippen. dead or not. We can recreate people. Uh, no, I like, I literally just, I struggled with this a lot more than I thought I would just because I can't, I can't picture anybody hard. other than yeah. who's in it. And so like, I just, after a while, I was just thinking like, who are people I like in movies? And I went with Timothy for Frodo as well. Yeah. Just, I, when, when you said it was going to be cliche, I, I was trying to, I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, Tom Holland is who I was thinking. Yeah. That's but, almost like, that's, that's almost like you're trying to make a whole different movie. If you're, yeah. If, to me, Timothy Chalamet can do the somber, serious straight man of a, of a, of a protagonist. Like he literally no, just Tom, did it in Doom. Tom made, so, and Tom showed some real acting chops in the in No Way Home. I think he's um, acted really well in all three of those movies. I don't uh, think he's a bad actor. No, we'll see, either, we'll see how he does. He's a little Hopefully. too like I don't know. He doesn't seem very serious and somber very often. And Frodo is he is that almost the entire movie. He's morose <laughs> for the whole thing. So, basically. Chalamet has shown he can do that really well. So I don't know. I mean, my my. Two of my worst cast. This is one of my worst castings, just because oh, like, it's Sam. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I'm putting James McAvoy in here because go. I like James McAvoy, um, and he's he's huge. He's and not huge in like fat. He's way too muscular. I wanted but, really hard to get James McAvoy. He's on my honorable mention. I couldn't get him. In I there. I couldn't figure out where to put him, but I couldn't figure Sam out. And I was like, I'm just putting him in here. I'm just yeah. putting him in. Uh, and then it, this is where the a my last Hobbit will be where you see the age. I put Adam Scott as uh, Mary. Adam Scott. From, I pull his name. Are, you, are you kidding from, from Parks and Rec? From Parks yeah. and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, David. Me. Yeah. 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 I, I, like, I, I, think, I don't think he's that bad of an actor. No, he's I not. think he's, he's no. funny enough, but he can be serious. And I picked Alan Tudyk for, Mar- for a Pippin. <laughs> nice. oh, I love Adam Tudyk. Oh, Alan nice. Tudyk is so underrated. Alan. Alan is great in literally Why are you everything. wasting Alan Tudyk on a Hobbit? That man needs to be Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I just I, thought no. that. Yeah, that's I feel funny. like I feel like if well, we didn't cast Gollum. Yeah, I did. Oh, that's uh, funny. Did you guys not cast Gollum? No, no. Oh, I gave it. Really so we, we stuck with it. the rubric. Who, who'd you do it? Bill Skarsgård. Oh yeah, you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that leaves Vince Hobbins. Um. So uh, yeah, I I guess I'm uh, with uh, David and Spencer on my Frodo. You did Timothy too. Yeah, Timo, it's Timothy actually. Ooh, I, I watched a video. Oh, which, it, blow it out your butt. We say <laughs> Timothy and freedom. <laughs> it's really funny because he gets asked that a lot. He's like, there's a compilation video of him responding like, "Yeah, it's technically Timothy, but say whatever you want. You can call me Bill, whatever. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't care. But it's just funny because it's like his dad is French or something, and so it's Timothy. But whatever. So um, Sam. Um, yeah, I actually used George McKay as well. Nice, but but for Mary. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I think he's good anywhere you put him. So 
I think George um, McKay would be an excellent Mary. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> but not like in, in like a nativity story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for Pippin, I had Cody Smith McPhee, but I cha- literally just changed it to Taron Edgerton because oh, nice. I thought that was a great casting and I didn't think of him. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, and then uh, for Sam, I actually uh, chose Tom Holland, and I'm sticking by oh, it. Oh, nice! No, yeah, I think he. I, I wanted think he'd him do a good Sam. I wanted wrong. him in there, but wrong, dead wrong. <laughs> I think he could do it. I, I think I would probably better. I would probably put him in Marion Pippin, one of the two of them. But I, I don't think that's a terrible choice by any means. I think it would be what he needs. To show that he can, you know, because I feel like he's one of those, he's getting pigeonholed. But I feel yeah. like Chalamet's getting pigeonholed too. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, all right. Well, um, we can continue on with the story a little bit, but I guess we can probably um, jump into Aragorn. This is where, to me, the Lord of the Rings cast shows how important it is. At times, you have to, you, you, in these big casts like this, where you have so many uh, characters, so many actors involved, you need to get some un- unknowns. Uh, Vigo, like, he is Aragorn to the point mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter who I cast, I'm not going to see Aragorn. I'm going to yep. be like, well, you're not Vigo, mm-hmm. so you're not Aragorn. Right. Um, <laughs> so he does such an incredible job disappearing into that role. There are so many things about Aragorn as a character that I, I'm not sure if they come from Vigo or come from the book, but to me, they're in my head as that is a part of Aragorn as a character. And so that's to me, is it, isn't it like a a nod at the acting job that he does that I'm not even sure my perception of the character, how much of it is from the book and how much of it is it from him. And I've read the books three times. So it's like, I just haven't read the book very much or whatever. Like I know the book too. Um, And to me, he is, he is what I see and think of when I think of Aragorn. So, and, you know, to be just basically a completely unknown actor at the time, and he is one of the best parts of the movie, I would say in terms of the three characters that are, I thought were the, carried the most weight acting wise, I would say for me, it was Aragorn, Gandalf, and Sam. Boromir has a couple of moments that put him in there. Bilbo has a couple of moments. Frodo has his reaction to Gandalf's death, but consistently those were the three that i was like i need to make sure that these are somebody that i think can really act um and so for my aragorn i wanted to go with somebody who i thought fit the look but also could do that dark and broody um version of him as strider and then could also turn into the more light and open not that he's really like super like jovial but he's you know that 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 veil is pulled back a little bit. He's more, um, he's just a regular person. He's just a, he's a normal human being. So that lives a long time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So for me, Adam driver, it's a great pick. He's 38. He, he's a little bit younger than Vigo was, but not by a lot. You you know, he can pull the hair off already because he did it with star Wars. He can play good and bad. So he can be that like strider in the dark. Um, the only thing is, is like his beard isn't as good as Vigo's, but he can pull off a little bit of facial hair, but it's, it's, it's not, as, it's not like a full, um, 
full, full beard. So you, you know, that'd be a little bit different, but um, that would just make it more surprising when he tells Aowen his age. <laughs> so that's where I went with Aragorn. That's a good choice. Mm-hmm. I think Vigo just... is really interesting as well because one, he's not the original casting. Like no, he yeah. wasn't even on set yep. to start. That that's the what is that? What it was that guy in Stuart Townsend or something? Like Queen of the Dam. That was his big one. Yeah, Stuart Townsend. That was that was like what I'd consider his big movie, which is not that. <laughs> that or League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, feel, that was. I don't know which movie I'd rather claim on my resume. Uh... Um, at least the music and Queen of the Damned was more interesting. And I don't, I don't think Vigo had ever read the books. Now I could be making that up, but I'm pretty certain he'd never read the books before he took the character. I'm which not is, positive. Which is all the more impressive that he just is that character so yeah, well. Sure. Devin, what about your Aragorn? Henry Cavill. Oh. Oh yeah, real, so, so you're gonna make fun of me one. for my pronunciation of Timothée, but you're gonna pronounce Cavill, Cavill. Yeah, he's be fine. Uh, <laughs> we had a. I I know you know. Musly Aragorn. Yeah, he's well, yeah, he's a little he's a little too. Yeah, I can't see well, him as anything about Superman, which is not could, which is not his fault, but that's not his beat fault. The cave but, troll hand to hand combat. True, <laughs> but and but the thing is, he's and I know he was he's been he's been cast in this. Uh, video game where he's another sword wielding uh this video game uh show the Witcher? Uh, the Witcher. The, yeah that where and he's uh he does a bunch of sword stuff in that but yeah he, he's openly said he loves the fantasy genre yeah and he doesn't care about being cast into that yeah Nerd. i get and i think you I think, would do a good, <laughs> do a good job yeah now yes look wise he may have to lean down you know, I mean, get he's, get he's lean tall too. Go on the, the Dallas Buyers Club diet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto's got to do something of work. But I think he would. I I definitely think he has the acting chops. Yeah, and I uh, I believe. I mean, once we get to the king side, where he's fully uh, on the other side of every of all of this incredible journey, uh, he pulls off the king look a hundred percent. Sure. Yeah, Spencer. Um, I said Idris Elba. Uh, oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I like Idris Elba. He's a little bit older. So like Adam Driver's a little younger. Henry Cavill's a little too big. Idris Elba's a little too old. But I think that he <laughs> could – I like Idris Elba in everything I've ever seen him in. I've yeah. never seen him in something been like, mm, I don't know about that. You Even, ever seen Luther? I have not seen Luther, but so it's on good. my list. It's actually, and I know people always say like, "Oh, put it on the list," and then there's no list, and they will not watch that thing. But like, I, I actually, it is on a list for me to watch. But he even like, he was great even in like uh, Pacific Rim. I was like, "Wow, (laughs) I feel motivated." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's good cast. Um, Vince, what about you? Um, well, I, uh, you know, thinking of because this is probably. The three main characters you need to get right. Yeah. Uh, the Sam, or well, I guess Frodo too. So <laughs> my my three favorite characters in the show, in the movies, and in the books, uh, the ones I read. I again, I haven't read the last one, but um, uh, are Sam, Gandalf, and Aragorn. Yeah. And, and not, I think probably in that order in the books, and then in the movies, Aragorn's probably my favorite, maybe Gandalf. But they're, they're still my three favorite characters. So for me, those are the three you need to get right. And so like Aragorn breaking him down, he's got like the like whimsical, like 
um, musical lyrical side to him. Yeah. Which screams Irish. And then the, but kind of also forlorn, which also screams Irish. And then he's got the strong, like efficient, uh, kingly thing going, which screams more Germanic. So I went with a German Irish actor named Michael Fassbender. Ah, uh, yeah, well, he not was, quite where I've got him yet. But I have him on my list, but not. I have him. One. I if it's not I, I, now that I know, I know we have him in the same spot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, um, I love I, that casting. I thought about putting him here. My problem was if I did that, I couldn't put Adam Driver anywhere, which wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But I couldn't find somebody else that I liked as much as the character that I have Michael Fassbender as. So I switched it. So I think it's a great casting for Aragorn, though. Uh, lo- long way to just say, like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I really thought putting Fassbender as Gandalf. Like, I really Ooh. thought I really thought about it. And it's like, Interesting. I mean, it'd, it'd be really fun, but I just <laughs> couldn't do it. You know when he kind of is a wizard in X-Men, so I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he's young oh, Ian McKellen. Yeah, Ian McKellen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ian McKellen. I've said that in one of, these, yeah. one of these podcasts. Anytime Ian McKellen yeah, is supposed to be cast. young. Fastbender, yeah. there he is. Yeah. That's hilarious. So I think that uh, we're in a good spot to kind of move forward with the movie now for a while. And then we can talk about the fellowship when we get yeah. to the Council of Elrond. And we can talk about um, even like Saruman when we get to there and that kind of stuff. So let's go ahead, take a quick break, regroup. And then we'll, when we come back, we'll probably start off with the air, area of the movie right before Council of Elrond. welcome back so if no one's going to stop me i mean first of all I, I, i'm gonna stop myself i guess <laughs> i was gonna go right to weathertop but i'm not uh i have yeah, to say we, we we missed we missed some uh great stuff some well, arrow man uh stuff well that's true too the, before we get too far into the movie the introduction of aragorn is is one of my favorite scenes it's it, epic it, it didn't make my my like is this the best scene in the movie list? But it is one of my very favorite scenes. And it reminds me of A New Hope when you meet Han Solo. And I will always love it for that. And it just fits the book perfectly. It's just him in the just corner. Br- just in the corner. See him dark, his dark figure. Pipe. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so good. So, um, and then copying off of uh, the Lord of the Rings animated movie with the whole bait and switch with the um, bedding and that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting stuff but uh, before we get to other top anything in between here that any, any of you wanted to call attention to almost well, every moment with a ring wraith for me oh is, yeah that's true like literally almost every mo- like the every moment that the ring wraiths are on their way to the shire yeah there there's that one shot which if anyone's seen it they know what and i know what i'm talking about where like they're like showing like just the shire from a distance is like this real nice music and then like it like goes to this like darker minor and then like the ring race horse like just steps into the shot like that'll that's not alone so good it's so cool but the whole thing of them like chasing the hobbits through the woods at night before they can get into the water before they can get onto that boat man there's not a thing about the ring rates i don't like in this film they're used really frequently but also feel like they're used sparingly still which is a very strange I, balance. I did cast the ring race. What? I did. Uh, would you like to hear them? 
Yep. I... Why not? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, breath. Uh, f- uh, first off, uh, the only one I have is like a particular one. The others you can place either way. But I think it'd be great to see the ring race uh, played and voiced uh, for them by the Impractical Jokers. Uh, and then uh, one by Cat Williams. The other by Bill Burr. I think uh, all, all, all some, comedians. Uh, Tracy Morgan in there would be great. Uh, and maybe uh, one Chris B. Rock. Maybe one B. John Mulaney, and then <laughs> and then the the Witch King has to be Dave Chappelle. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's why. That's oh man, you kill me. <laughs> Cat Williams. Cat Williams is easily my favorite ring. Like, hold on, just a minute now. <laughs> I was convinced you were gonna pick like a bunch of dead people. Like, I was like, too. Say, say it deadpan. Like, I can't even think of someone that just like people. Yeah, it'd be like Billy like, Mitchell is like dead actors. John like, Wayne, Hoffman, oh, no. John Wayne, Jimmy Stewart, uh, yeah, John, like, oh. Sean Connery, <laughs> Norm Macdonald, so. Um, <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, that's too fresh. Oh no! Yeah, you should do dead comedians. You can marry both yeah. of them. Mitch Hedberg. Richard, Which one's Mitch well, Hedberg? John Piet. The, 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 the Witch King is Richard John Pryor. <laughs> no, the Witch King. No, I mean Norm is the Witch King. Norm is the Witch King. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, hey, he's, hey! He's not hey, a witch though. He's, here. he's not a what? witch. He's just deeply closeted. Yeah. <laughs> hey what you got in your pocket <laughs> oh, goodness. fully off the rails um sorry uh, hey it was worth it so it's good <laughs> but i do want to if say, i don't have to edit it out it's all good uh, yeah <laughs> you may have to edit there. this out uh you know mm. I love the trip to Weathertop, the time that we get with the hobbits and Aragorn. It shows, you know, he's not just this brooding character. He understands that he's dealing with, uh, you know, not children, but just, you know, four teenagers more or less. And they do not understand the severity of their situation at all. At all. Yeah. Frodo kind of does because he's already starting to feel the weight of the ring. And, uh, and the I think bearer so. of the ring, <laughs> the wearer of the ring. Oh, where there's a whip, there's a way. And, and that's the third uh, movie. It's the third that's movie. That's the third yeah, one. We're, we're, we're not quite there yet. Too bad. Yeah. It's all it's gonna be a callback. I can't wait. Uh, and it's just I, Vigo's so excellent. He's excellent mm-hmm. as this character. He owned it. He uh, I mean he really did go method i think with this whole thing and i don't know if he's wearing a wig it's a good one. Oh yeah because we it, talked about that in person because i'm really yeah. not because sh- i i know we've positive. all seen we've all seen these interviews with him where he's like buzz cut but i don't know if he's buzz cut for the wig or i think he shaved his head i after. think he shaved his head after yeah it was they filmed them back to back to back so he could have shaved his head afterwards right that's what I think is possible because that does, that looks real to me. But I will say the only thing that gives me a pause is like all of the hobbits in some of their interviews have very very short hair, yeah, because of the wigs. 
and so he does as well. So I was like, oh, well, we really need to have Keith know. Roberts take a look at this because no yeah. one can spot a mop <laughs> like <laughs> like spot spot a top like Keith Roberts. Wigdar. I used to listen to a podcast where this guy he said I have amazing wigdar. And like the funny part is he could usually back it up. Like he would call out a wig and they're like, that's not a wig. And then they would look it up. It's like, oh my gosh, you were right. <laughs> the Mr. Sunday guys. No, uh, uh, Matt Gorley. I guess oh, if you listen to Conan's yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It. Okay. But so, are we going to skip? No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to? I that mean, was the most we, teacher that David has appeared on this podcast yet. He stopped it. No, actually, we won't be if you take the time to listen. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, we going to talk about Gandalf going to Araman's house? We can't do that right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a funny scene. Like, there's so many moments where you're like, "Come on, Gandalf. Come on, Gandalf. He's he's bad. Gan- Gandalf, come on, Good. man." Surely you see what I well, see. I mean, Gandalf's incredibly powerful. I mean, as just a, as just this character within this world, imagine how he felt. I know we're taking some steps back. Imagine how he felt lighting those fireworks around all of those hobbits. He he had to feel so great, so powerful. You can't tell me not one time he thought I could kill all of these people right now. <laughs> I could kill all of these little people in the blink of an eye i'm concerned that you think this well i mean only only, a moment of power only walt disney would have actually thought that in real life (laughs) (laughs) and harry truman walt disney and harry truman yeah your point Uh, and so uh (laughs) I, i just and for him to act this way like vincent brought it up when we were watching he goes to uh saruman and he is he he's in trouble you can tell he's like reporting something that he's found and he's he's very anxious not just about uh what needs to be done but how his head of the head of his order is going to react yeah is this the scene where saruman like slow turns to look at the camera when he's I like, have I have seen it. And he like he looks just, at the camera. He does act, he does have a vibe. Like his vibe is like the same vibe as that one character in a movie that's like that doesn't go outside and they've got all the cameras. And like they're like, I'm telling you, man. He's the Dale, the Dale Gribble. <laughs> no, you don't understand. They've been feeding it to us. Yeah, he's he makes the, this close to like Charlie Kelly pointing at the map on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> With all the strings. He's like, I've seen it, man. I have seen it. Hey, if Gandalf was always destined to lose that fight, even if he'd have taken his staff, he would have had pocket sand at the ready. Yeah. <laughs> pocket sand. Uh, yeah, so we were tracking because he loses his staff and we were trying to figure out like, where does he get his? Where does he get his staff? Is is like new staff, or is it the same staff he gets it back? They don't really go there with that, but not in the movie. Not in this movie. Yeah, we can go ahead and go with our casting of Saruman, though. Um, I went with Daniel Day Lewis. I think he would be a, incredible. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's Daniel Day Lewis, but as Saruman, I think he could because he. I was trying to think of like who plays just like grade a jerks all the time really well and it's daniel day lewis <laughs> so 
And he also, he's older than I thought he was. He's 64. So he's not as old, obviously, as Christopher Lee was. But he is only three years younger than Denzel. So he has to act opposite Denzel. And I think, like, the two of them as Gandalf and Saruman, that's where I was like, okay, now it's got me interested. So I went with Daniel Day-Lewis. Charles Dance. That's your pick? Yeah. I like it. My pick, too. Really? Are you for real? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't see anybody else. As soon as he hit my mind, I was like, if if Christopher Lee wasn't born, he would have been who would be perfect for this yeah. one. Yeah. I, I kind of figured Vince would have Charles Dance somewhere in here. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, that's funny. Is that our first repeat? Like, as this? Oh, no, no. We had. We well, no, because we had. Most of us did Timothy. Yeah. Me and you had Timothy Chalamet. So three so of us had Vince. Chalamet. Just not all three of us had him in the same spot. But um, that leaves Spencer, Saruman. I mean, I got two people that I really thought about this. Like the one that I feel like is the most logical because I picked Morgan Freeman is uh, <clears throat> Anthony Hopkins. Uh, I thought Anthony Hopkins, but I'd be, and I know that he's too young opposite Morgan Freeman, but I really like Jeremy Irons. So oh, like, yeah. I thought I, about I, Jeremy Irons. I really struggled with this one, but I think because of who I picked for Gandalf, I have to go Anthony Hopkins. I mean, I definitely can see them That's acting. A good one. I can definitely see them acting off of each other a little bit more than um, Morgan Freeman and yeah Jeremy Irons, but I think both could be good at Saruman. So, yeah. So we've got some interesting picks there. Um, then... You know what would have been great like if this was made uh, well, I guess alternate choices at the time or maybe five years before. Yeah. This would have been a great like back and forth because you got to think if you cast one, who would be good for the other, like like uh, Spencer alluded to. But they were at the end of their careers during this time and were in major stuff. But this would have been great roles for Peter O'Toole and um, um, Richard Harris. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Richard Harris will be was which? already cast as Dumbledore yeah. Yeah, at this time. And uh, yeah, Peter O'Toole a couple years later would be in Troy. <laughs> True, so they were yeah. still doing stuff and they were at the end of their career because both of them, I don't think, lasted much longer. I love the way that I've heard you do that three different times on this podcast. Vince refer to people's expiration date as they didn't last much longer. And I don't, it feels like you're talking about like an avocado or something. I don't think well, it's going to last much longer. Is that the sell by date? The... I deliver deathbeds for a living. So it's. <laughs> It's become a date on a paper for me. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh man, that, that worked out even better than I could have. <laughs> oh, so, um, man, that's fantastic. Um, not for you and your job, but I mean, that's kind of morbid. It's morbid. I'm just saying it's morbid, but yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so for um, where we're at in the movie, um, Devin, you didn't want us to go past Saruman, so. Anything else to add in here? Uh, this, these, there's like three or four scenes. I don't know exactly how many we could be jumping back and forth between the Shire and Isengard. And then, um, you know, they're now they're at Bree and others, Isengard. And so, anything else before we just kind of jump forward here a little bit more to like Weathertop and in the lead up to uh, Rivendell? No. <laughs> Short and sweet. Okay. So, Rivendell, sorry, not, not Rivendell. Weathertop is the first moment that I put at put first first scene that I put down as is this the best scene in the movie? 
Mm. Um, it's one is one that's in, in consideration. Good character stuff, good action, um, and it really propels the plot forward because you've been kind of slowly taking steps out of the Shire, getting to know your characters. But once Frodo gets stabbed, it's like we have to go now. Like we can't just hang out and make jokes about second breakfast. We have to move. Yeah. Uh, so it really helps get the thing moving, which I think is is important. Um, and the soundtrack. We haven't mentioned the soundtrack yet. This movie's soundtrack. It's probably my favorite. I'm trying to think of before I make a hyper hyperbolic statement. It's probably my favorite non-Star Wars <laughs> soundtrack. Um, maybe like Jurassic Park is the one, the only other one that I'm thinking of right now that's like right up there with it. But it is an incredible soundtrack. Either way, any way you want to slice it. That's fair. I mean, the the action sequence here in showing uh, Aragorn's skill, he yeah. takes on five yeah. of the ring wraiths single handedly. One being the Witch King, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is incredible considering the lore of this uh uh this world yeah this the, he's not only that's that's what kills me is <laughs> you uh you look at just some of these uh poor folk that try and go uh toe to toe with aragorn just they they none of them are ever no going to stand a chance it's oh. so sad <laughs> but i do i do love this now it's probably not going to be my the the best scene in the movie for me yeah uh, i don't think it's it mine either but it's it's close it's it's an awesome i do love it i do yeah. love it anything else from weather top before we move into arwen and like their chase up to rivendell the scene always weather top always reminded me a lot of like like a vampire movie like yeah like, it strikes me very much like a, almost like a monster movie mm-hmm. or like big portions to there like the way they all come up like or maybe not even i'm not sure that the vampire is the right thing but come off almost as like spirits <laughs> like like yeah like, i mean it's very monster like movie. a possession movie like with the way they all come up in sync like when they're synchronized coming up to weathertop and then when they come into weathertop they're back you devils they just <laughs> toss that's one of my favorite funny moments of the movie it's not supposed to be funny like back you devils and then the ring race just like whoosh they just toss them aside well it's an excellent visual of of them coming out of the darkness yeah through each little archway coral soundtrack in the background you know thorin's uh thorin's theme song um yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Devin, get the next one. Devin, get the get the high note. Yeah, I don't think the mic clipped out. I think it, I think it got it. So <laughs> sometimes it clips out when you if you sing or do anything too, too high know, off. Like a loon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he got that too. Uh, you want to sure you want to test anything else now already? Oh, so so we got the stabbing of, of Frodo. He uh, there's nothing but you know nothing but a, a piece of leather between him and a knife in the dark. Um, <laughs> between <laughs> a stab in the dark. So 
uh, he does get the Morgul. I did love it. I mean, it's almost, I mean, think if you watch this with, (laughs) with the rates as my casting and when Frodo (laughs) pulls the ring away from Dave Chappelle's witch King. <laughs> and the witch king's just like, how dare you? And just stabs him. Just stabs yeah. him. He's definitely like, oh, you belligerent little prick. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can't figure out how to quote Dave Chappelle or Cat Williams without swearing. So I'm just sitting quietly. <laughs> like I just can't that. I just can't figure it out. Uh, so <laughs> once that happens, obviously we're on the move and we're running to Rivendell and Arwen shows up to help get them there. And I love this inclusion. Instead of it being is Glorfindel in the book, right? It is Glorfindel. So, instead of it being this random elf that you never see again, having it be what he did, having it be one of the most important characters in the movie that doesn't have that much to do in the in these books, like Arwen does not have a lot to do in the books. So to give her something else to do, I think is really important. It helps kind of flesh out what elves are like in general, because at that point we haven't really had much interaction with an elf yet. We saw Elrond in the prelude, and then like Sam and Frodo. Um, they, they like hear some elves passing by one night yep. as they're leaving the Shire, but that's very minor. So having her come in, kind of flirtations with Aragorn, even though you don't know yet of the full extent of that, obviously, uh, getting her come, to come in and being confident and capable and unafraid of the of the ring wraiths is a really strong moment for me that I really really appreciate and enjoy. And, mm-hmm. and Liv Tyler knocks it out of the park, to be fair. She does. Yeah. So that's why I thought I need to cast somebody who can do those things, can be capable and strong. Um, but also she's so much younger than you would think. Um, so I went with someone just a little bit older than, than her, not significantly. She was 22 when she filmed this, the first movie. Bonkers. Uh, so there was a 18-year age difference between her and Vigo. <laughs> So I went with only a 10-year age gap between this person and Adam Driver, and this is where I put Sierra Sharonin. Uh, she's, if not the best young actress, like under 30, she's definitely in the top like three to five young actresses under 30. Um, and I think she can pull it off excellently. So I went with her. Do you think the age difference is one of Harvey's uh, stipulations? Yeah, maybe. Um, we, we did get that shock. I didn't even notice. I, I had never... Notice they that can never, you watch. They Harvey Weinstein is in the credits take of his, his movie. name off of it. <laughs> yeah, it's stuck there. <laughs> I mean, he's, I'm sure he didn't do anything other than throw some money at it. You know what I mean? Because he's a producer. I mean, it's but, yeah, he's, he's a producer. <laughs> or new, like, line. Uh, new line. Yeah. I bet new he did line. a couple extra things. Well, he, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I know enough, and he's been taken care yeah. of. <laughs> now, uh, I, so, I think Sorsha is an excellent cast. I mean, that's somebody else. I think no joke could play every role in She's this so good. movie. Uh, but I don't her have her life. for Arwen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Daisy Ridley would be a good Arwen. See, I thought about Daisy, but because I already have Adam Driver <laughs> as Aragorn, yeah. I was like, it'd be so cheesy for me to do for yeah. me. Not a problem to me. do that again. I like, probably wouldn't even have thought about that had have you not mentioned it. Yeah, like for me, the Star Wars guy, to just recreate Star Wars in <laughs> in this movie, would be like, eh. So, 
Um, but yeah, I think she could do a good job too. I had her as a backup, as an alternate. Nice. She came off the bench. <laughs> yeah, she is 30, which is older than I thought she was. Um, I would never guess that by her face. Yeah, me neither. So she's a little closer to Tad and Driver's age, which I mean, at this point, it's 10, 10 years isn't that big of a deal when they're whatever. They're, acting, they're still so. young. She's still younger than we are. Yeah. Mm. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> Only I a pick- year younger than I am. Oh, yeah. I picked yeah. Victoria Pedretti. Moving on. Victoria who? Pedretti. She's from, uh, she's the opposite of Joe in the second and third season. Chelsea Peretti? No, no. <laughs> but, uh, but what I know her from primarily is the uh, Mike Flanagan, like uh, anthology series, like Haunting of Hill House or Haunting of Bly Manor. She's, once, she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Which role? Um, she is Lulu. Oh, is that, I think it's the girl that flirts with him in the car. No, that's uh, that's uh, uh, then I don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she, in the movie. Yeah, she's. I mean, if if you've seen basically anything Mike Flanagan's done in the past five years, okay, she's probably in it. Uh, she even got if the it's ears. Uh, she does have she, she does been. have some ears she does have ears yes i think i know who you're talking about she's yeah. very good though i mean uh, you is a w- kind of a weird you just said romanticizes stalker behavior yeah that's the girl but yeah. um oh one of the attackers at the end yeah that's who she is yes yeah okay. i think she's one I of think the she's very good yes. i think that she's i think she's gonna get I hope to be early on the train of Victoria Pedretti because I think that she's going to be really good. Actually, no, I saw public. her burn up. Have you been able to buy stock? <laughs> I haven't bought any stock yet. But she, uh, yeah. I no, think she's dead. She's... <laughs> <laughs> stick to this. <laughs> yeah, I, think she, I think she'd be a great fit. If, uh, if you've seen her in anything, if she's only got she a lot was of alive. I think you'd bring her back. Yeah. <laughs> they were real method. <laughs> Quentin killed people. Who's your your Owen? Um, So, you want someone... uh, I'm not going to go into the whole thing. I chose Alicia Vikander. Yeah, love it. The natural chemistry with her husband, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I thought about her as well. Um, Yeah, I... Her... She was in Ex Machina, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think that she. Definitely the first thing the I saw her in that I really liked her in was uh, the Man from Uncle. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I've only seen her in two or three things. I mean, because I haven't seen Tomb Raider. No, me neither. Have I. I think I've only seen her in uh, Man from Uncle and Ex Machina. I'm, I I know like her I've from seen the her in something else. I know her from the movie Seventh Son with uh, Jeff Bridges. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I own it. It's actually not as bad as you think. That's fine. Uh, it's I mean it's not good, but it's yeah. not that bad. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Okay, so we only have the rest of the Fellowship: Warmir, Legolas, Gimli, and then the elves Elrond and Galadriel left to recast. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead. And unless anyone else has anything else to add before we get to Rivendell, we'll go ahead and move into Rivendell. I think Arwen's my favorite list here that we've done so far. This is the most. All four, kinda... Yeah, any of these four, I'd be thrilled to hear if they were going to remake this movie. I'd be like, yeah, this is great. <clears throat> so um, also be thinking about whose list you might <clears throat> pick besides your own. Never. As, as we go along. <laughs> he said never. 
Nope, not gonna so, happen. I would rather die. I'd rather well, go. Die. Yeah, go work on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Apparently, there was really nothing <laughs> in that movie. So, <laughs> so I've heard. Um, so, the set piece in uh, Ruben, though, I will say, I never noticed before just how tan and beige some of everything is. Um, very brown inside like inside the the rooms specifically in where Frodo is at with Gandalf in the beginning when he wakes back up but other than that the design of the set is really 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 strong um you get a couple of minutes to really like kind of slow down breathe you get your characters back reset introduce a few new characters um give Aragorn some time in the extended edition at least some time to Develop that character with the scene with him in Boromir with the sword. Uh, there's a scene with him in Arwen. Uh, there's you know just a few different moments where he gets a little bit of time to be more than just Strider, which is I think important. And the catch him reading. Things. Yeah, he's reading a book. You know, being coy with there with Boromir. Boromir. That's one of the funniest parts of that entire movie is how he's just I and Boromir for the whole time. <laughs> so funny. You know, you that's cut my yourself. Sword, right? <laughs> How about you put my sword down there, Mr. Boromir? Hey, that's my dad's sword. <laughs> my, my dad's, dad's not gonna dad's, like dad's, it. Dad's dad. You're a liar. Dad. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> David, right. can you mute him? I can. I can. Give me a minute. Uh, um, I I think you know one of the things that is uh, through this movie is Gandalf's ability to just downplay everything. Yeah, when you know, he he downplays his uh, involvement in the Hobbit with. You, <laughs> if you're talking about that incident with the dragon, it was I was barely involved. You know, it's it's not true. Barely involved. You he was that. he was delayed. Yeah, well, that's not you that's died. true. <laughs> a wizard is never late. I was delayed. Gandalf, what? Wait, what? Gandalf's a liar. Much like Vincent was just a few moments ago. Politician, that's what that, he is. Uh, sir. He's a politician. I stand by it. Okay. Well, I, I'm not voting for him. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would vote for Gandalf for sure. I've heard him you, tell Are you going to vote for Sar- Saruman? <laughs> if it's Charles Dance. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, okay. Now my now I'm you on would... the fence. <laughs> my take. own joke went yeah. against me. Dang it. <laughs> so reverse card. <laughs> reverse. Skip. What you got, David? <laughs> Go fish. <laughs> Go straight to jail. Go to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. You uh, overcooked chicken. Go right straight to jail. jail. Um, is the Council of Elrond the best? scene in the movie it's a great scene uh one of my all-time favorite in any movie mm-hmm. but not my i don't <laughs> think it's the best scene in this movie i prefer weathertop over the i council. do i yeah. mean i do love the entrance of the fellowship into yeah. rivendell you yeah. know legolas looks like a real person in this uh <laughs> as opposed to the hobbit his skin looks real he's lost a little bit of the sheen there's been some years on him <laughs> you know yeah. uh his eyes his, aren't quite as blue his elf eyes have seen some things he's yeah. seen some things he's he, dulling you know, his he, color they're not faded. using that cocoa butter anymore his skin's not <laughs> glowing uh so he's he's just it looks like orlando bloom 
And yeah, yeah, exactly. In his As prime. it should. Isn't this his fourth movie of all time? I'm almost certain that this is Definitely Orlando's early. fourth movie. He was in a lot right in that short period of time. Yeah, I, like, this uh, would have been before, Pirates. before um, Pirates, though, right? So. Oh, yeah. I'm almost certain this is his fourth credited movie. So One of his first movies was uh, uh, Black Hawk Down. He was the guy that oh, fell out yeah. of the helicopter at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's so, like when you watch Reign of Fire and like Gerard Butler is in it, you're like, oh. That came out whoa. the same year as Fellowship. I didn't realize that. What did? Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about that greatest action film ever, Reign of Fire. Basically no. the same plot. <laughs> yeah, very very same similar. Frodo's <laughs> going down on the enemy lines. As everyone um, knows. <laughs> classic. So um, I really was struck by Sean Bean. On this watch through, mm, he's out excellent. The, out of the out of the three in the fellowship we haven't talked about yet, um, you know Jonathan Reese Davies and Orlando Bloom both do a very good job. They get a lot more to do in the next two movies. In this movie, though, Boromir is the one that I really was was drawn to. Um, his well, we'll get to stuff with him later on, but even just his introduction, he's a good counterpoint to Aragorn. Um, Almost just like, just despite him, just like you know what, <laughs> I'm gonna be the jerk <laughs> because I can. Uh, so that's why I went with Michael Fassbender as Boromir. Ooh, that's not where I put him. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. I think that he can play the smarmy, smart aleck like jerk who is gonna be like, I'm better than you, and I know it. Uh, that's Boromir. So I'm gonna go with. The Michael Fassbender there. Kevin? Good pick. It's a good pick. I went with Johnny Depp. Interesting. That is a little too interesting. I'm they, actually they, surprised by they, that. That there they, they blew their budget out. Yeah, <laughs> I went with Johnny Depp because I think I don't think he would want to sign on for, for all three. three. Okay, uh, okay. that's I, fair. Neither I, did Sean Bean. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah. But is but, that world weird enough for him? Yeah, it's, I would it's say pretty close. If he's not doing, I enough, think this would. I mean, this is one of the rare times he's not directed by Tim Burton. Yeah. And well, how do I, you know? We didn't say who was directing this movie. We're not recasting <laughs> that. I I, uh, I I could tell you that I'd see a lot of directors do this, but Tim Burton's not one of them. <laughs> I can't I think, imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine the soundtrack of this movie with, with Danny, Danny Elfman. Danny. Yeah. Or Galadriel is Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> <laughs> or he can't, put, he can't put Christopher <laughs> Lee anywhere in this movie. Or he would be Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, Where's Winona Ryder gonna go? Harwin. Yeah. Yeah. Or Frodo. Uh, <laughs> they got the same eyes. <laughs> I think Johnny Depp would do a really good job of playing this tortured character who's all he wants to do is defend his city defend you know mankind he's felt the weight of uh Minas Tirith, uh all of that city's responsibility over the region for years and years and years and when i see the redemption of boromir him defending Merriam pippin I can see and hear Johnny Depp 
uh, with that. Now there, I think there would need to be some de-aging there, uh, but Heavily. I think that would, I think that would be a powerful scene from Johnny Depp. All right. I can't say I wouldn't watch it. I mean, sure, but I like Johnny Depp enough to watch him do almost anything. Yeah, see, I, I would put him as an elf or like, or a villain before I put him as Boromir. I don't know. Um, it's interesting, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Spencer, who do you have for Boromir? Uh, I, I kind went of with, assumed you had Fassbender. No, I mean you can figure out that it, who it is by not having him here. Yeah. But I mean, I um, I went with this would be my other unknown, and he's also actually a, a Mike Flanagan person. Uh, I went with Oliver Jackson Cohen. Okay. Uh, he was his big movie so far has been The Invisible Man. Um, okay. Yeah. But he a lot is, of screen time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Kevin Bacon made his career off of being the invisible man. No, but uh, Oliver, again, I'm bringing up the, um, it's like a commercial for Mike Flanagan. Oliver Jackson Cohen is unbelievable in both of the haunting series on Netflix so far. And he's totally, in one, he's like a drug addict guy from like Massachusetts. And in the other one, he's from like Scotland with the thickest accent that deals with like with like mom issues uh, like they couldn't be more different and he's fantastic as both like i've never seen him even in small roles be something i didn't like him so oliver jackson cohen is my pick i think he's perfect for boromir nice um vince about you joel edgerton nice okay i like that i heard edgerton and i was like you already cast him Karen, yeah. <laughs> i think he can do anything <laughs> no uh, yeah joel edgerton yes so different, one different one movie i mean i he's a good actor but uh one movie i recently saw that actually involved timothy was the king on netflix okay. about henry v. Oh, okay and uh edgerton played um falstaff and a different take that i've seen played uh and uh he was more like um i don't know i it just seemed to work and so what he's he's who popped in my head but i was thinking age-wise uh so yeah yeah i, I like it's it. a big, good one i like joel i you know i actually was thinking of him earlier today i couldn't think of him anywhere in here but i do like him i can i can see him in michael fassbender going yeah back and forth mm-hmm. so for like pity's sake uh <laughs> so um legolas and gimli this was not as hard for me because I just didn't take it as seriously um, <coughs> as I did some of the other parts because they don't have as much to do in this movie as they do in other movies. So for Legolas, I went with Simu Lu, or Le, I, think, I think it's Lu. Um, he is Shang-Chi. I went with him, mm. and then I went with Jason Momoa for <laughs> Gimli. <laughs> Um, I think that you know, to me, Jason Momoa as a dwarf is like just great. That's, <laughs> I think that, that that's how, okay. So I feel pretty. I think you're gonna enjoy my dwarf cast. Okay, so uh, I don't have anything else really to say. I just I, they're younger guys. They're not super young. I mean, Momoa is 42, but uh, Simu like I mean, Legolas Orlando Bloom was super young when he started, and so I wanted someone that at least looked around the age of the Hobbits. Because he's a he's a he's a, he's a uh, an elf, and so I went with Simulu there as a relatively unknown who really is not an unknown anymore because of Shang Chi. But 
amongst some of these other bigger names, he's still lesser known for sure. So, um, Devin, Legolas, McGinley. Uh, for Legolas, I have John Boyega. Nice. I like it. Oh. And then uh, Gimli, I have Tom Hardy. Ooh. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. I, I almost think he would do it just for the funniness yeah. of him in this ridiculous beard, putting on a stupid voice. I would love to dwarf. I'd love to know what voice Tom Hardy would go with. Yeah. For this. He would give you several options. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I feel like every time I hear Tom Hardy, I'm like, that sounds like a new human. I just want to hear him say, don't toss me. No one toss me. Don't toss me. Yeah. Um, All right. For Legolas, I went with uh, Fastbender. Uh, nice. Yeah, he's a, he's got he's a little older in the face than I wanted, but he's I feel like he can be that like, uh, real like kind of just quiet in and out of the battle type of person yeah. that I would want there. And for uh for Gimli, I went with a uh, John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah, you will not <laughs> toss me for any reason. <laughs> then why don't we destroy it right here? <laughs> like just because like, I, 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 he was one that Gimli was one I struggled with and I was like you know what I would love to see John Malkovich do something like this it's so funny oh man I mean Gimli Darius Davis was one of the oldest part, actors in the crew so I mean yeah. having Malkovich be a little older you're not going to know how old he is I mean he's covered up you know, in once he's covered and in all that stuff yeah alright Vince I go uh, Gimli for uh, Legolas, I went with um, um, an- I went with a Skarsgård too. Nice. Uh, oh, I think you the other one though. Yeah, Alexander yeah. Skarsgård. Uh, uh, and I was just thinking I'd, along the lines of Orlando Bloom. That one actually I didn't put much thought into, admittedly. But um, I recently saw him in something that I liked. Um, and then for Gimli. I chose. Um, let me look back at my list. Oh, Simon Pegg. Nice. Oh, that's so fun. That would be a fun casting there. Because I, I think he would definitely be in this. Like he would take it seriously, and you know, because he's a nerd. Yeah. Like, you yeah. got to get Nick Frost in there somehow. For sure. Oh man. <laughs> Simon. They they, 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 they would have two left. You have. They'd have made good hobbits ten years like at the time. Oh they yeah. Made them. Uh, can, yeah. Can I switch? Uh, Johnny Depp for Gimli and Tom Hardy for Boromir. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Devin. That's your list, Devin. Do. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Johnny Depp for Gimli. I want it. I want it so. Hey, I want don't it. touch me. But he just does <laughs> Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson the entire time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we might as well do. Hey, uh, go down to Moria, man. It's where, where my, my cousin Ballin lives. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. They're like, they're like mumbly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's so crazy. <laughs> I didn't know you could do Johnny Depp either. Just that, that specific Johnny Depp. Like, is that a like, newer one? Like he's in an interview, he's answering questions very well. You know, I uh, something that I do, and then everyone laughs. But all he said was something real simple, <laughs> something normal. Like, well, I went in there and I. Well, just that's Lindell. That's Lindell Anderson. 
He just gets up there and he says something real simple. And I was like, oh, that's genius. Oh, I'm a gold. He's a warlock. Did you know that, Vince? Did you know that? I heard about that. I heard about that. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, well, Lindell's a warlock. The other night, somebody stood up at the end of one of the services, turned around, pointed her finger at Lindell and said, Warlock, warlock, warlock. And Lindell's looking around like, who are you talking to? You're just just sitting there. It was Sean Shear. Sean Sean Shear did it. Make sure his name is heard. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So, um, we might as well go ahead and do Elrond too while we're here. Council of Elrond. Um, For the real movie, I think that Hugo Weaving is one of the more inspired castings, casting choices here, Um, especially given that he had just done uh, The Matrix. Matrix. Very different role, obviously. Um, But to me, when I see him, I don't think of The Matrix. I think of this movie. I do Um, too. And, you know, I'm very aware of that. I've seen that a few times, but this is the more iconic role for him, for me at least. So, for my Elrond, I wanted to really badly to include this person, and I couldn't think of where to put them. And I just realized if you just do Elrond a little differently than how um, he's done, I think that Hugo Weaving brings a lot of like heaviness. I think if you pull back on that just a little bit, not, not a ton, the way that this person, their performance was in Dune, kind of led me to think that they can also do oh. Elrond. So I'm with Oscar Isaac. Oscar, yeah. Yeah. And that way I could include more Star Wars veterans. <laughs> but, so, um, yeah, we got the ex Machina people as well as Star Wars people and all the good stuff. So great actor. I mean, I think that he could do it. So uh, he's a little bit younger, I think, than he's um, 43. And Hugo was... 40 he was 39 so he's younger than that oh he was some reason i think of him being old yeah i think he i picture him being older than that but same i guess not um so devin your elrond uh john levitz (laughs) 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 it's a council What a terrible casting. <laughs> oh my god, I would watch it though. I would I just, would watch it several times a day. Somebody needs to do you oh, shall be man. called the fellowship of the ring. You <laughs> shall be called the fellowship of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't ready for that at all. Um I, so, I would like to change my Aragorn to Dana Carvey. <laughs> this is this is a way over two towers. Like the whole the most off the wall casting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I already have mine. So uh I like Idris for no, you, you can't change it from John Lovitz. Okay, John Lovitz. That's fine. You've I'm already made one that. change. You can only do it one time per episode. Okay. You, you get one uh, Okay. <laughs> no, I think that'd be a, a good choice as for for Idris Elba, obviously, not for not for John Lovitz. But yeah, I like it. I went with Vigo. Ooh. Nice. Ah, very That's nice. interesting. 
Yeah. I thought Vigo's, he's already got the speech down. I think he'd, he can carry the weight of it. I think he'd, uh, I'd be think it'd be really nice to see him in the, the counter role of the, uh, playing the father of Arwen this time. There's a That'd joke I'd like to make there, but I'm going to move on. Um, <laughs> he was old enough to be your father the first time. This you went from you went from daddy to just dad. Oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. goodness gracious! Anyway, that God joke, that is joke, bigger than the boogeyman. That joke will get cut, but um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went with Vigo. I thought Vigo was a good fit. I just like the counter of that, so didn't really put a, a whole lot more thought. Like I thought Elrond, I was like, I got to get Vigo back in there somehow. I like it, Vince. Well, um, Jim Carrey. Yeah, no. Uh, I had originally chosen. I, I go back and forth on this one. I had originally chosen Benedict Cumberbatch, but yeah. I feel feel like that's a cliche. Cliche. Give him the wizard. You know. Yeah. I know okay. he's not a wizard. But, I think you do a great job, though. Um, but I'm changing it to someone slightly older. I'm going to change it to Stephen Delane. Okay. Yeah. So we are PH. Okay. Stephen with a PH. Um, I'm trying to remember what I've seen him in. I don't know that I know who that is. Well, more recently, he is uh, trying to think of what I just saw him in recently because I just saw him in something. But uh, he's a British character actor. But um, what was it? It was The King. Or not the king, uh, the other one, the Outlaw King on Netflix. The whole beginning of that movie is a like tracking shot uh, oh. of uh, Robert the Bruce and these other Scottish barons coming before King Edward, and uh, he plays King Edward the First, who is the bad guy. If you've seen, um, 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 oh Lord, what is the movie Braveheart? He's the bad guy. So anyway, oh, there's this okay. great tracking shot where he like shows off the trebuchet. I don't know. He, he was in that. And then he was, of course, he was in uh, he's in just Darkest like, Hour. Yeah, he's just in like all kinds of British, mostly British period pieces. But Vince is purposely leaving off that he's Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> he's also Stannis the Manus. Yeah, Stannis the Manus. Uh, I couldn't think of who it was. I Googled him. I was like, this is yeah. definitely Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> but then you kept talking. I was like, maybe I'm an idiot. And don't know Stannis who Stannis really the Manus. But uh, he also, uh, I feel like there's something 30. I just saw him in that was really good. So he's Probably. in lots of, he's in, dark, he's in Darkest Hour, Spy Games, Zero Dark Thirty. He's in a lot of those like political, tangentially tied to war stuff. So, yeah, it's a good choice. I like it. You don't see it without a beard very often, so that would be a little bit of a change. <laughs> but um, so we only have one acting or casting. Oh, he was before. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. We just rewatched John oh, Adams. Oh yeah. Series. Okay. Yes, that was the first thing I ever saw him in. Uh, but yes, I love his Thomas Jefferson. I knew I was missing a big one. Yeah. Uh, his Thomas Jefferson is like whenever I, it's like now, anytime I read anything in the words of Abraham Lincoln, I read them in Daniel Day Lewis's voice. Uh, it's the same <laughs> thing. If I read anything 
Thomas Jefferson, I read them from Stephen Delane's Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, that's like, awesome, nerd. We're moving on. Listen, have you guys ever heard of? I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite amendment to the Constitution? The first, the first, the first. Sure. Let's just go with the first one and move on. Oh, mine's the thirteenth. Nice. I couldn't tell you with. <laughs> We're all canceled. <laughs> not me. Mine's the thirteenth. Yeah. Oh. Chose not to say anything. <laughs> Chose to be quiet. Um, I do not choose to do what I came. <laughs> what I so, came here to do. We came here to talk about Fellowship of the Ring. So let's let's continue. <laughs> um, really, after we leave Council of Elrond, I think Council of Elrond is another choice for one of the best scenes in the well, movie. Boromir is so sus throughout this whole. Thing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Just laying it on, and I love the extra scene where Boromir starts approaching the ring, and then Gandalf stands up and starts, you know, uh, speaking in uh, the dark tongue of Mordor, I guess, and <laughs> and the disdain on uh, El- Elrond's, Elrond's face, face. Just like, oh, How oh, dare. It, oh, no dude. one has ever like dared to speak those words. <laughs> well, it was like Gandalf just crop dusted the whole <laughs> the whole he stood up and just walked around <laughs> and like, what are you like, doing Gandalf <laughs> and just, oh oh no oh what did you have oh, I said go easy on the hummus my man <laughs> my man <laughs> Wilton's digestive system was very slow <laughs> but I just I that's four mirrors a butt throughout this whole thing he has some light moments but i just that whole scene was so heavy-handed and uh which scene are you talking about the one with the 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 ring in the snow no the council where boromir's at the council i mean even there he's acting just super weird about the ring yeah yeah he is he kind of walks the line. He's not quite over the top to me in terms of being too obvious about it, but it's it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I've uh, so I've read Tolkien talk about illusion, like, and how um, people obviously question what his stuff alludes to. And I think it's the in my copy of uh, Fellowship of the Ring, it's the forward or the preface. Uh, he addresses it and he says. <laughs> Other than uh, he said, illusions his uh, least favorite form of um, creativity or writing or whatever. Uh, but he said that nothing in his story alludes to anything else uh, officially, you know. And a lot, a lot of the big controversy was, or if it was technically controversy, I have no clue at the time. But the ring being uh, the atomic bomb. So I don't think that he meant it for that. I think he was very clear that he didn't, but I wonder if they didn't play with that from Bormir's perspective, like the idea of having a great weapon to help your homeland and like the morality of keeping it from him, you know, like that token of the great weapon or that, yeah. that, that perspective of, you know, it's not maybe that for each character, but for him it is. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. 
So, with all of that Boromir talk, they leave. <laughs> <Where are we? laughs> well, not before, not before Bilbo goes full crackhead. You know, looking for that ring. He does. He goes full crackhead, David. And it I'm scared going, all of us as I'm children. I'm fully reg- regretting. We went through this whole exercise to cast this movie in 2022 because we thought we would not have enough stuff to fill a full podcast. And this is going to be the longest one we've done so far because Devin has to go through the minutia of every single moment <laughs> of the Council of Elrond. And- <laughs> well, I said it was one of my favorite things. And I, and I love this. Favorite scene. And I love this scene when he like uh, loses his his brains about the ring uh, because it legit scared my dad so bad he almost made us turn the movie off. <laughs> hey, I don't, what, why do you do that? Hey, oh, all right. I got to go walk around for a little bit. Turn that off for a while. Shoot, man, why do you do that? How'd they make, oh my God. That was incredible acting on Ian Holmes' part. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I do have a question. Uh, When it shows uh, when they leave the council, Mm -hmm. from what's the time frame between the council, like in the book's perspective, uh, from uh, from Rivendell to um, Moria? About it's three and a half hours. Okay. <laughs> I'm still picturing Devin's dad getting freaked out by. Whoa. <laughs> oh, boy. You should have seen him watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit the first time. He was just like. <laughs> Howdy, howdy. Bugs Bunny was talking to him. Oh boy. So I mean, you don't have to answer my if if nobody here knows that. <laughs> that's fine. I can't. I, I know they're there longer than. How, how could I? How could we know? <laughs> how will they know? How would they know? How would, no know. one's gonna know. No one's gonna know. Asking a, a question. <laughs> Uh, no, I, movie I don't. time was probably about twenty-five minutes, but I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say it becomes very apparent after they leave that Gandalf is already very upset that Pippin is in the party. <laughs> Where are we going? Uh, yeah, their interaction is golden. I mean, that's that's, you know, of course, everyone knows that already. If you watch the movie once, you're like, oh, that's so good, but. I mean, they're, is, in, they're in Rivendell for at least eight days because that's how uh, uh, I, I, they're probably in there for at least a week because, I mean, how long is Frodo out? Yeah, he's out for a few days, so I don't know. I'm not sure. That's my best guess. I get, I did my best. Thank yep. you. Thank you, Spencer. What's your source on that? <laughs> the Fellowship of the Ring by yeah, the thing, is, this that, is this book I've been taking in on every now and then? Uh, I really love the montage of them going through different places and walking around um, walking around New Zealand again the scenery is fantastic mm-hmm. um, the character the of its own snow. yeah it really, really it is it is it's, a, it's, it's as much a, a part of the world and the movies as any of these actors are 
So it's it's like a travel commercial where they're like, how can we get more people to come to New Zealand? Like, just put Peter Jackson up there in a helicopter. That's yeah. so true. So, um, to me, one of your next options for best scene in the movie is in Moria. I don't know how you where you say it starts and stops, but to me, I think you have to either go with the action sequence at the grave or to me the better one is the bridge of casa doom and i oh. don't know i don't know where you say it start it stops and starts if I, it I, stops I, with frodo and all of them mourning gandalf's death then it is probably my favorite scene in the movie it's i i would say that moria just the moment they're trapped there yeah it goes pretty quick it, it goes pretty quick but before they get to the the tomb where they have the big action sequence where Pippin once again gets on Gandalf's nerves. <laughs> uh, but you have this incredible scene with Gandalf and Frodo that's yes. a callback yeah. throughout the entire it's this is with great power comes great responsibility yep. moment. Huh. And yeah, also, I never is. thought of it that way. And you also get uh, your first kind of glimpse and uh, close up into Gollum. Um, it's a lot of important stuff uh, besides the uh, bridge of Casa uh, Doom. Before that, you, you still have a lot of important things that happen. I think the conversation Moria. between Frodo and Gandalf is my favorite one-on-one conversation in the movie. So... That's that's a tough one. I have stayed Bilbo's hat. Yeah, when he does that quick turn, that's not about um, like I I wish it never come to me, and then like you know everyone that has lived to face such such times. Like maybe you can try and uh, put that in to this part of the episode, David, and see how long it in there. Yeah, see how long the episode gets to stay up before (laughs) we're taken down. It probably would never get taken down because yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get we're, we get to for sure get get under a hundred views. So yeah, who's gonna tell on us, yeah. Sean? Who will know? <laughs> so, I, who's gonna know? How are they gonna know? So uh, I was looking at our list here, and yeah. uh, the greatest to me, the one Gandalf Pippin interaction, like between these actors, we've chosen the funniest one to me would be Denzel and Joe Keery. Yeah. <laughs> because Denzel would have no, no, no patience. That Joe Keery in real life. Funny. <laughs> Who are you again? See training day. Yeah. Yeah. See yeah. Training day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh man. Or so, Morgan Fre- Freeman and Alan Tudyk would just be. Uh, awkward yeah there's, there's so many different versions of alan tudyk is yeah. why i love him so much oh, he could yeah. be like I'm, I'm picturing him like almost like as the character watt in uh a knight's tale oh, like okay. like that's almost how i'm seeing it but i yeah. mean i i do love pretty i like pretty much all of the dialogue that of in moria like really from front to back i i think that it's fantastic it's a good the combination the good combination of action with uh, the visuals and good dialogue and good like character building conversations mm-hmm. the yeah. balrog is still i think one of the coolest villains in the franchise yeah. and i cast a uh, carrot top as the balrog <laughs> well he he would be somewhere 
he'd probably be better than the version in the animated movie, but he'd be worse. <laughs> he'd be Are worse they really different. that different? Though? Only a slight Not step really. up. Only a slight step up. Um, John Shadon has fixed his gate. Re- wait, really? Yeah. Is he a chiropractor? <laughs> John Shadon or Karen Top? John Shadon. A gate, G-A-I-T. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what joke you're making, but I didn't know know if that was some kind of other thing (laughs) you were talking about. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my word. That must be before Calvary, my man. What was happening? (laughs) Oh goodness. Well, you did that. Um, (laughs) Anything else in uh, Moria that we need to go over before we move out of Moria? I, I really, I, I think. Go ahead. It's a, it's a neck and neck for me. I, I don't know if I can choose one, but the bridge of Casa Doom, I think, is tied for my favorite scene in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's the reason that, I think it's the main reason uh, Ian McKellen was nominated for an Academy Award for this movie. It's. Uh, it's one of the most quoted lines in all of uh, cinema for the last 30 years. Uh, I, th- I think, I mean, you shall not pass. I mean, yeah, that's it. it. It's, is it the most like of this franchise? Is it the most quoted? Like, is it the most popular line that or the precious or the preferred? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I, it's probably it probably is. You I would say you shall not pass. And that's a, some of his best acting, I think, in the series, of the franchise too, because he looks so tired. I mean, yeah. You got to think of how long have they been running? It's been at least two or three days. The, by the way, I do not have the physical endurance to be in any <laughs> of these quests. If you'd had me running for fifteen minutes, my guys, you hold on just a second. They're running for literally days. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. also say I love the different reactions you get to see to uh to Gandalf's death um Aragorn moves on a little too fast <laughs> like when he realizes they're going to go to Lothlorien he like smiles and I'm like two minutes ago Gandalf died <laughs> it, well, yeah but we're going to go hang Aragorn, out with some buddies Aragorn understands this like I know I'm not saying this to be funny but he <laughs> understands the assignment like the mission yeah. is so much bigger. But you don't have to smile. Yeah. But <laughs> the mission like is so much the entire bigger. movie so far. And one of them is right after Gandalf dies. But I think it's, <sighs> I think it's, but I, maybe it's because he kind of knows this is, this is where we're all going to be able to heal. This yeah, is where probably. we're all going to be able to boy. take a yeah. reprieve. And what's so funny, Vincent? What? We're talking about grieving people here. How much time do you think is passed <laughs> from when they leave for you? And I can't hit. even get through it. <laughs> Welcome to Lothlorien. About, <laughs> I, I will never, ever set one foot. Welcome to Lothlorien. <laughs> Welcome to here. Oh, it's it's about seven minutes. Uh, uh. But I... Uh, I, I, I think that's why he's kind of happy to go there. Yeah. 
it makes sense. So for Gladriel, um, I wanted to bring in somebody who could bring a level of weird to it, right? Some strangeness, because she's a strange character, um, probably the strangest character in the, this whole movie, for sure, this movie. Um, I mean, Gollum, I guess, is probably stranger, but he's, I don't know, he's not even really a character yet in this movie so far. Um, so I wanted to bring in someone who I knew could do weird and do it well. Um, and so I went with Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o. Um, she's Maz Kanata. She's in um, uh, uh, Us. Us, yeah, is the newer movie that she's been in. Uh, I just had faith that she's also in um, Black Panther, but she can do the strange really well. Um, and so that was my choice. She's also older than I thought she was. She's 39. So, Recently, okay. uh, most famous from being in that every picture yeah. of Will Smith from the yeah. Oscars. She's right behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, my, my number two was Rebecca Ferguson. She's almost a little too um, safe to me. She's a great actress, but that felt too safe for me. So I think I she, she would have killed that. Yeah, she'd do a good uh, job, I think, but. She drugged Dune down. I wanted someone a little bit more interesting. Oh, get out of here. No, she. I thought she was the best part of Dune, to, to do a quick Dune podcast. So I thought she did. Uh, we best, are, with your list. <laughs> best acting best acting in Dune. I only have Jason Momoa and <laughs> Timothy Chalamet and Oscar Isaac. It's three out of the and, 25 uh, people in Dune. I Kevin, think uh, Charlize. Oh, I like, oh okay. I like Charlize. Yeah. I like her too. Now you yeah. still get a South African in here. I don't like because, it. Because uh, Hugo. Like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My original thought was the weird. I went weird at first, but I went with Tilda Swinton originally. But yeah, I meant to make a joke and I meant to say Helena Bonham Carter and not like crack. And then I forgot <laughs> it because we talked so long about the Council of Elrond that I forgot to make the joke. Don't. Blame How long me. do you think we spent talking about the Council of Elrond? <laughs> Probably about as long as the scene went. If we'll not get a, longer, we'll get a timestamp. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm no, but I mean, I like Olivia Wilde. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Who do you pick for? Oh, for Galad for Galadriel. I like. I I think she's a better actress than people give her credit for. I don't think she's amazing, but I think I'm she's, not wild about her. <laughs> I love Olivia Wilde. I like her uh, her like uh, save the animals work. <laughs> That's Olivia Munn. It's a different Olivia. <laughs> no, <laughs> trust me, I remember. But no, uh, I it like is Olivia, Olivia Munn. <laughs> I like Olivia Wilde. I think all Olivia's look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm messaging Olivia Martin right now, telling her what you said. Olivia Wilde's pretty. <laughs> That's true. Hey. Yeah, I'd say she's in good company. Um, I uh, picked Rosamund Pike. Yeah, I like it. I like her a lot. She's a great actress, so mm-hmm. um, she can do weird. She can do weird. And uh, she's got an austere look to her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's okay. a winning gone girl, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. And uh, so, uh, she's also a little known fact for most people because she was in one of the worst ones, but she's a Bond girl. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> at like age 22 or something like that. Yeah. I always forget that she's in that. Um, I'm not a, not, not a fan of, of that era of Bond. So other than other than the, the one obvious one. But, um, so before we move on completely from talking about the recasting that we did, if I had to pick one that was not my own, I would, I like pieces of all of them. Overall, I'd have to go with Vince's mostly for Alicia Vikander, Rosamund Pike, and then the Joel Edgerton, Michael Fassbender pairing um, of Boromir and Aragorn. Um, that would just be where I would go. And Devin, if you have to pick one that's not yours. Well, really, it's it's. I've been looking at the list as we've been making it, and I think, I don't know, for fun, I think it'd be, uh, if we should consider talking through the movie and then afterwards uh, trying to make an all-star list. Oh, yeah. We can. One of the uh, best. Yeah, to best. pad the runtime. Yeah. Yeah, we really. Yeah, this one's we definitely really, running behind. <laughs> we're just, we, we don't have anything to talk about, you know? Uh, I just, I think Vince's is pretty solid. Uh, mine is pretty. I'm kind of disappointed with myself because it's, I mean, I have some good, I, I, I think mine, mine is fun, but it's kind of like, it's the, it's very cliche Hollywood casting. And I mean, so uh, is mine in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think Vince's is probably the least like that. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, oh, well, I was thinking Other than budget. Tom Holland. <laughs> so I'm thinking like one or two really big actors. Now, yeah. I, I stand by Asa Butterfield. I think he would do a great job. But I really think, um, I mean, yeah, no bes- besides, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Who, who played Frodo in real life? Like, who has more piercing blue eyes than those two people? I know. Asa That's... Butterfield and uh, Elijah Wood. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if we have, if I had it. to choose somebody else's list, I, I'm probably going to go with Vince. <laughs> 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 He's got pretty blue eyes. <laughs> okay, Spencer, go ahead, pick a list except for yours. Uh, that I'm not going to play. No, okay. I, I, I like David's list. I, I, I do. I like, I do like Gary Oldman as. Bilbo a lot actually and I was really big because Denzel was almost my pick for Gandalf as well so that those two in, in particular are pulling me to yours cool. and Vince um, hmm. uh, I would say I, I think <sighs> <laughs> it's hard because now I'm like trying to see who has the most cross between mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Devin, probably. I have dance. Yeah, I have dance. I know. I saw that one. He has and I was dance like, and Egerton, but he took it. But you took it. But you took it. Taryn Egerton from him. Yeah, I know. That's such <laughs> an inspired chat cast choice. Um, probably Devin. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go into what I think if you can if you give me Aragorn telling Frodo I would, I would have followed you all the way to the end if you can give me that moment all the way to Aragorn saying goodbye to Boromir as one scene as Amon Hin that's the best scene in the movie what's the time frame on that 
How long is that? I can't tell you. For I sure. couldn't tell you. It's it's a little probably longer. a good ten to fifteen hey, minutes I because think, it's a I, massive action scene. Truly, I think you're on you're on the money, David, because that whole scene of uh, uh, Frodo he's read Boromir's mail. Yeah. He knows what's happening, and you you have to see this from that moment. And Okay, I'm sorry. I know this is a long episode, but when they're when they leave Lothlorien and they're going past the two gigantic bookends uh, on the water, I can't remember, like the kings the of Argonoth. Argonoth, yeah. That's when it hit me that I Man. truly, truly love this movie, <laughs> and the extended yeah. is so good. At that point, I had never felt the length, uh, the length mm-hmm. of this movie. Uh, it's just an absolutely fantastic epic that's worthy of everyone's time to watch. And so going from where they've landed, Frodo disappears. He's feeling the guilt of every of uh, of Gandalf's death, but at the same time, he feels what he has to do. And from the moment Bormir uh, and him have that interaction to uh, the end of the movie, I think truly when... Uh, when Aragorn approaches, like says he would follow him to the end and then meets yeah. the army, that like the one so man good. army meeting, uh, meeting the, the whole brand new uh, army of Isengard. Yeah. Just, I think that is the best scene in this movie. It's also, That's a tie. yeah, it's also really one of those rare moments where. You get one of the to, to me if you if you give me Aragorn saying goodbye to Frodo and then Aragorn saying goodbye to Boromir, those are two of the three most three three best emotional moments in the movie. So that helps, but also just the way they do the action in this movie, just like in, in particular, it's it like almost avoids cliche in some random ways that I didn't think about for this viewing. So like it's just Aragorn as you said against this whole army. Not the whole army, but a bunch of Urukai, right? So it's a pretty big, like one on 20, 30, 40, you know, a whole bunch of people. So she should be overwhelmed, right? So he's holding his own for a little while, which is a trope, but he definitely has to back up and has to give ground because there are too many of them. And yeah. in a more cliche movie, one of the Urukai would have him and be getting ready to kill him. And then Legolas's arrow would shoot through his arm or something and stop him from from killing him. But like Legolas and Gummy just kind of show up in the middle of the fight. And there's not mm-hmm. like this big like drawn out slow motion moment. And then oh guess what? Oh man, Gimli and, and Legolas just barely made it to save Aragorn's life. Like mm-hmm. no, it's just a natural thing. They all just kind of heard the noise and came to it, and they happened to come at a good time. But it wasn't like this was the exact right moment for Legolas and Gilmi to come in They're and just barely save the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they definitely try to avoid some of the cliches and the characters by then are doing things that you would anticipate them to do, right? Like Pippin is the one saying like, hey, it's working. And Mary's like, I know it's working. It's go. working, right? Like, I know, let's go. <laughs> so like then that feels like, even just down to like, which one of them says which of those two lines fits with the characters. And that's just from what this movie has done to develop them and to show us who they are as characters. So that's that's what this is like the culmination of all this time you put into uh, not just the adventure but also the characters. 
So that's part of why, even in the action, um, it's not just mindless action. So that's that why that is why to me, if you can count all that as one scene, even if you don't count Sam and Frodo leaving together, which is another top emotional moment. But if you if you include that, it's just like a, a runaway best part of the movie to me. I I would agree. I mean this. The whole all in him is really one of, I feel like, the best showcase of each character all at one time, really. I mean, yeah. Boromir takes out, I couldn't even tell you how many Urukai he Tons. takes out right there. Like, it's so many. And you're right. I love how Aragorn gives up ground. Like, he has to go back. He does the video game move. Where, yeah. Like, there's too many of them. So he goes up those stairs and narrows their entryway to him, yeah. which I thought was really clever. And you mentioned the thing about slow mo. I think I might have even said this in person. This is something that the Hobbit movies, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm feeling like this TV show is going to do is they're going to do something cool and they're going to slow it down and make sure we can see it when like there's there's so many things they could slow down here from both not only legolas but gimli's being really cool with his throwing uh throwing oh, yeah. axes like all of that's so well done there's that one tracking shot of the urukai where like that was before drones that couldn't have been easy that had to take forever like, there's just there's nothing about this in section here that I find frustrating or well, there's nothing I find frustrating anyway, but I think this <laughs> one is there's not a moment of this movie. They got rid of my only frustration, which would have been Bombadil. So uh, yeah. yeah, this, I think the end of this movie is very easily the best part. And it really so, sends Boromir off in the right way too. So exactly. you're not really, you're not sure about Boromir. Like, cause he, he's given you both for the mm -hmm. whole movie. And then you're like, you know what? He, he I got it. I see he's it now. Yeah, his his redemption is so great. Mm -hmm. And he just he gives it all just to save Marion Pippin. I mean, no greater love. I, it's true. Also, you get the uh, the the fabled uh, or the age old uh, Hobbit throw a rock and kill. something. <laughs> yeah, right I mean, on. it's it's true. I mean, they do that several times in this movie. I they show that skill. Yeah. I need to know what type of books and self-defense classes they've got in <laughs> Hobbiton because it's unbelievable how deadly accurate they are. They have the, the throwing arm of the kid in Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. <laughs> I'll bet a pillowcase is an absolute massacre in the Finn <laughs> Hobbiton. Do you guys have a pillow fight? Oh, God, no! <laughs> uh, so, I'd say uh, one quick thing about Mahin. Yeah. I think that this is probably one of my favorite tracks on the soundtrack as yeah. well um if this i if i were to compare the three from these movies i think this is probably my favorite just because it's got the best selection and amon hen is one of those of course what probably my favorite track is is where frodo and sam uh decide to stay together um <laughs> uh, breaking of the fellowship and then i do love bridge of casa doom i love the the uh, on the road with the the first time they get an, an encounter with the um, uh, ring wraith, and then um, another one like we kind of glossed over it because we were getting real bogged down in Elrond, uh, Elrond's council. But the uh, when they crest that hill for the first time, yeah, and they play the oh gosh, yeah, the uh, uh, yeah the fellowship motif. Those are my favorite, like Hobbit motif the fellowship and then uh really uh the uh rid da, 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 for oh, yeah. the for rivendell yeah and of course rohan oh. but we haven't gone that far yet <laughs> not yet so um 
we'll go ahead and kind of wrap up our thoughts on the movie overall, give it a score. Um, really, I kind of gave some of my big picture stuff as we went along. Soundtrack, sound design, scenery, excellent casting, excellent acting. I mean, this is exactly what you want this movie to be, in my opinion. There's really nothing, there's really nothing I would change with this movie. I'm giving it a 10. I don't know what else to say, so it's a 10. I, I got to agree. 10. 10 for me. It's a hard movie to talk about because there's like, you can't really... Crash it. It's, 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 <laughs> it well... <laughs> Well, there's no way to explain what you've seen. I, I've said this for years. That for me, personally, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a better cast from top to bottom. I mean, they can all act with their faces yeah, perfectly so well. with, without any dialogue. And I don't think I've ever seen that from an entire cast before. Like, I mean, obviously you get it here and there, but not everybody. You get it on Friends. Oh, Jesus. I'm just moving that's, on. That's, 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 that's the different. One. That's different. <laughs> I think I might hate that more than any spirited away joke I've heard so far. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, I don't have anything, literally not one thing to say about this movie. This that that could be considered even remotely negative. It's a 10 out of 10 movie. And uh, honestly, I mean, they're, they're all that great. I think. Uh, So, so we'll see if it changed my mind a little bit on these viewings, but yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, echoing the same stuff. This is one of my, uh, if I was creating my top five of all time, man, I could uh, do ties. These three <laughs> movies would be, you know, probably tied for number two, oh, if wow. not number one. Yeah. Um, but uh, what did I give Lord of the Beans? I'm just joking. I give it. I give it a ten too. <laughs> I was like probably a six. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, okay. So if I if I'm gonna give Spirited Away a one. Then this will probably be a 13. <laughs> 10. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so all-star casting. The four of us are having to come together and decide on our casting. I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that Vince, Timothy, did you, in Timothy my head, has to be. In my, the, head, in my head, you didn't pick Timothy Chalamet. As I did. Did you, you did? Okay. It was just a quick, I was like, yeah, yeah I picked okay. him too. And so you like, copied just, it over. Okay. So talk about it. three of us picked Timothy Chalamet. That should be easy to go ahead and uh, to keep that there. So, Timothy Chalamet as Frodo. Sam, we have four different options here. What do you guys think? I, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Tom. See, I like outside of my own pick. I like Tom Holland. Um. Because I think, I mean, I really believe Sam, Sean Astin proved this, that Sean, that, I mean, that Sam's performance is worthy, if done well, worthy of being a best supporting actor contender. Yeah. So this, if, if they did do this and Tom Holland was playing this character, it, he, he could easily be nominated if he, if he does it well. That's, that's the question. Um, so that's why I went with somebody that's already kind of, been in Oscar type movies and George McKay. Um, I mean, I, I'm not against Tom Holland necessarily as, as Sam. He just, I mean, he, he seems more like a contemporary to, to Chalamet. And so I guess that would maybe be a reason to 
include him. I don't know. He's 25 and Chalamet is 26. Yeah. Uh, so, like, to me, it was almost like they were too close in age, which... For some reason, I view them all, the, all the Hobbits as the same age. I know, I know Pippin's Sean the to the movie. That's, oh, I mean, that's how the movie kind of casts them as. Kind of. Sean Astin feels older than me, to me, even though, well, and, even though Billy yeah. is actually the oldest one. <laughs> well, and Frodo is, like, a character. is like, he's, like, 20 years older than the rest of them. Yeah, he's not even... So, I don't know. Um... I'm more than happy with either George McKay, obviously, or Tom Holland as the choice there. There's not really a, because we all four have different ones. So um, that's tough for me to pick between the two. I don't know Devin's, I don't know Devin's Sam. So I now mean, I think, now if we're not going with Tom Holland, I think Freddie Highmore is my choice. Uh, to me, I just see him as a little kid. In my head, he's a little kid. Even though I know he's not anymore, in my head, I just cannot unsee him as like, an eight-year-old in Finding Neverland. Yeah, ah. he's Sam is. Um, is that boy. what he's from? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so I do know who it is. I'm picking yeah. Tom Holland. <laughs> well, there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was easy. Easier, I guess. Um, well, and I was gonna say I I'm all for George McKay as Mary because we yeah. can't have Timothy yeah. Chalamet. Yeah, we can't do Chalamet. I would rather do McKay. Then Pattinson, if we're not going to have McKay as Sam, so then that's pencil that in. So George McKay is Mary. I we both we have two Egertons as as Pippin. That makes sense to pencil that in. Um, All right, now here's Bilbo. where rubber meets the road. <laughs> yeah, I I am I am behind Gary Oldman. I think I'd switch my vote to Gary Oldman. See, As I would, if I couldn't pick mine, I'd probably do Martin Freeman, but I think it's almost too on the nose. Like, wink, yeah. wink. Do you remember him? He was in the other ones. Gandalf. Oh, you can't do Gary Oldman as Gandalf. You can't do Gary Oldman as Gandalf. Oh, um, man. Oh, well, then, yeah, we can change it, I guess, if you guys want to go with the different See, I, really I think I, think I, I like think Sam Neill as Bilbo would be oh, his yeah. choice. I, yeah, I, um, let's, do, yeah. let's do Sam Neill. We have to get Spencer one. I'm I'm not offended because my list is trash. Oh, thank God someone said it. I've been sitting here. (laughs) Let's do Sam Neill as Bilbo. Gary Oldman as Gandalf. I almost said Dumbledore. Wow. Um, And then we can do. Oh, this is this is hard. We can do Charles Dance as Saruman, but to me, Daniel Day Lewis is like that's hilarious i love it i i was thinking there's no way you'd ever get him to do it because well, no, i thought no, of him no for way. every role no i thought like, of him for every role <laughs> no i mean but like <laughs> even glad could you get timothy chalamet <laughs> and tom holland i think you have I, I, a better chance of getting those two than you do daniel day yeah, Lewis. Probably. absolutely probably especially so, now <laughs> if we're gonna do charles dance and gary oldman i like the, i like that 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 pairing for aragorn I would probably, oh man, I think that we either need to do Henry Cavill and Fassbender as Aragorn and Boromir, or Fassbender and Egerton as Aragorn and Boromir. I'm down for Cavill, though, believe it or not, Um, but Fassbender, I think, also can pull it off really well. Man, this is hard. Yeah, think about the pairing of the of like characters and their interactions. And Aragorn um, and Arwen. Yeah, so 
I think we have so many good R wins that like I'm not sure the air one actually any of our options really matters because <laughs> like any of our four R wins are both really good. So anyone I have, have a question? Are we sure. doing this for are we planning on doing this but more efficiently for the next uh, no. <laughs> no, for the next yeah, movies? Okay. Cool. okay. No, I, no, I had Sorsha done. down for uh not Arwen but Eowyn. Yeah. So I picked Jeff Goldblum for Kelleborn. That's funny. Nice. 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 I just Where's, because I wanted to hear Gandalf. Very much oh. desire to speak with much him. Desire to speak with uh-huh. him. Oh. If you know what I mean. Mm. Um, oh my goodness. He's got to make a lot of sounds. That's really it. I I now I'm not. I think Fassbender works better. As uh, as a Boromir. That's kind of what I was thinking. I don't know if I think that because I've seen him as Magneto for so long, and Magneto's like an anti-hero back in like and Magneto's so up and down. Yeah. Like I'm not sure if like if that's what I really think or if that's just what I've seen. Yeah. To me, okay. Okay. To I me, can. The, when you when, when when I'm thinking of like King Aragorn, I can see more Henry Cavill. Then I can Michael Fassbender. I agree. Okay. Well, if you agree that Spencer, then <laughs> that's that's what I would. I, I think so. <laughs> so then, Fassbender's going to end up somewhere. Now, yeah. hang on. So then, I, I, know, I know. I know. Now, hang on. I know we're we're talking Fassbender for Boromir, but I really like Joel Edgerton for Boromir. Me too. Yeah, I, I do too. I like Fassbender. <laughs> so. The thing is, well, I, is Fassbender uh, anywhere? He can be Legolas. <laughs> oh, yeah, he can. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, so Boromir. <laughs> Look, you got to This is so one. hard to follow if you're listening. I'm but sorry. hang on. I don't even, I don't like Michael Fassbender the best for now. Of course not for Legolas. No, of course not. It's, it's, but it's we like got to have him. It's in the contract. What? <laughs> I, Gimli. I don't know. The show must go on. Yeah. Okay. Tell me Johnny Depp does not make you just <laughs> again does not. the budget. He does not. He does not. Yeah. I don't I see think, him doing it. I think I don't Simon, know who you think Johnny think Depp Simon, is, but he's not I who think, you think he is. <laughs> Are you sure you know who Johnny Depp was? You know what we're talking about, the same person, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a pretty versatile guy. Yeah, he's a uh, yes, he is, but when's the last time he's been in a good movie? Ooh, that's a, a good question. In a minute. Uh, I think Simon Pegg works best. I think Simon Pegg is, is a really funny choice. Um, and if I hadn't have seen The Force Awakens, I would have been like, you're crazy. But oh, him being... One quarter yeah. portion. Yeah, you can do Gimli, yeah. Um, so I'm going to say that Sierra Sharonian is better than anyone else on this list. Man... And you know what I hope is an they, actress. They, yeah, I'm fine with to her. And I guess since this is the only, I do time think she would make this. a better Aowen. I'm with I, Devin on that. Maybe, but it's know. just after this movie. What does Arwen do? Because you view the Rohanian people more like Celtic characters she has played before. Well, and I'm thinking like. When I think like of Arwen, Brooklyn. I'm thinking more of an elf, more like exotic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And and when I think of 
Rohan, I think more Celtic and yeah. Uh, I, I actually like the, I actually like the girl with the ears, Spencer's girl. Uh, Victoria's committee. I don't know Victoria her. Victoria Padre. She's wonderful. Other than that one, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, you see her in anything like that. She's really good. She outperforms whoever the guy's name is in you, Joe. I'll take your word for that. So what am I doing here? I I mean it's. At this know. point, I'm just like. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay, so we're gonna go with Victoria Pedretti for Arwen for El Rond. We're gonna go. I I love the idea of Vigo, but I also think Idris would do a great job, and of course, I think Stephen Lane's the best ever. Um, I I like Idris better than I like Vigo. I, I feel Vigo's, like Idris. I like Idris again. better than Vigo, but I don't like Idris better than Stephen Delane. I just feel like Idris has to find a way. Then I really like Stephen Delane for this as well. <laughs> I really like anything that keeps us moving. There you go. That's the spirit. <laughs> um, I am not picking Charlie Theron, even if you all three tell me to. As Gladriel. Why, why don't you like her? I think she's a great actress. She, I would be like so thrown off by seeing her in a in a Lord of the Rings movie. It, it'd be like casting um, Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise in a Lord of the Rings movie to me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh. I think out of all the women that we've mentioned so far, she's by far the biggest name, like Probably. by a mile. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And I'd just be like, there's there are like movie three star women, Charlize two Theron. women characters. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like casting Will Smith as Bilbo or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, how do you like not see that that actor? I don't know. Like so far, we picked nothing. No one we've picked other than Holland and Chalamet, who are both going to be young characters. None of these people are like huge household names. You know, not not, not even Sam Neill. Everyone knows Doctor Alan Graham, but no one knows. Sam Neill's an actor really that well. Right. Year. Well then, David, I think I'm fans. gonna I think I'm gonna go with uh just uh, uh Rosman is a good one, but I think it's uh your character. Lupita. Yeah. I mean it's, that it's would on, be my choice. Yeah, I think Lupita fits in more with the strange. I think Rosman fits in more with the um I don't remember how how vent out as you were it with her austere. Austere, that's the word. And I'd down. love I, I like to see that. her I can't remember it. Her and Goldman I think Rosamund Pike as, as Arwen would have been maybe the best Arwen. Well, yeah, I think Rosamund Pike would have uh, been good. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna do Lupita Nyongo so we can be done. <laughs> Finit. In case you weren't sure, yeah, I don't think we can. I don't think we can do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we may have. I mean, what a fun did, experiment! <laughs> I mean, if we did this, David, I think it could work better if after we talk through the movie, <laughs> and then doing it all at once at the end, yes. instead of doing it as we. Uh, Whose uh, idea was that? Yeah. I mean, if we, if we if we had done it the way that I wanted to, we would have we would have spent like an hour talking or an hour and a half talking before we even got to the movie. So I'm actually glad we did it this way versus my way. Yeah, because we got to talk about the movie and this. I thought both would go faster than they did, so we just, we just this is where we are now. <laughs> we yeah. had a lot of fun talking. What if what if for the next one we're like, well, maybe we can close out the podcast and talk about ideas, but yeah, or yeah. So I think you know next time maybe we'll come back in with like the three or four new characters. You know, people like Aomer and Aon Theoden and 
um, worm tongue, just like four or five, instead of being like, this was 14 people. So four yeah. of us cast 14 people. And then we did it a fifth time by making an Man, all-star we are selection. So good. <laughs> so if by good you mean long, then yes. We're trying to see how many people we can get to quit listening. <laughs> no, we got we have a we have if you, a strong if you made it to the end of this podcast. Uh, these people have been waiting. I've got a lot the- of Lord of the Rings Instagram friends that'll listen to these. Oh, well, yes. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But, uh, <laughs> if you made it to the end of this podcast, go to the Instagram page and d- direct message me the number 70. Because the number 70 is 14 times 5, which is how many times we talked about these different characters that aren't these different actors that aren't in the movie. <laughs> well, actually, no. Vigo is in this movie, so one of them is yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I was try- I was trying to think of you guys, <laughs> trying to help cut down the uh, the number yeah. of new people we're bringing in here. So, anyways, let me know um, if you're listening to this. If you made it this far, let me know. Is the Fellowship of the Ring your favorite of the three? Is it your number two, number three? Where does it rank for you amidst these other movies in the franchise? Um, I'm not gonna say. Where, where I where I have it yet? I don't want you guys to say just yet either. I'm just gonna wait until I you know have a fresh rewatch of Two Towers mm-hmm. and Return of the King to make sure that I know exactly where I have this one. Um, but I gave it a ten, so I mean it's gonna be you know either they're all gonna get tens or which is like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's possible. Right. So I mean who knows? Um, that would be possible for sure. So let me know where you have this. Let me know if you um, had any inspired casting decisions for any of these characters and i think with that we're going to head out we'll see you next time for the two towers i love jesus and batman i love jesus and batman i love jesus and batman because they're really cool Really cool, really cool. Hey, I love Jesus and a Batman. I love Jesus and a Batman. I love Jesus and a Batman because they're really cool, really cool, really cool.